You, you want to see something really scary? What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to the Grave Plot Podcast. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Uh... Bienvenidos a Grave Plot, uh, La Grave Plot Podcast. <laughs> you couldn't get out the only English words. <laughs> soy Skeletoni. Y soy Taylor de Terror. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Um, welcome, everybody, to episode one. 98 of the Grave Plot Podcast. We already introduced ourselves. How many people just turned that off? They're like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll try this. Play. Oh, it's all in Spanish? Never mind. <laughs> or they're just like, well, these are two clearly two white guys trying to speak Spanish. <laughs> Fucking dumb. I have, I have no time for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome, everyone. This is, uh, like I said, episode 198. It also... Comes out on Cinco de Cuatro. This is our sub celebración de Cinco de Mayo. Yep. Wait, does it come out on Cuatro? Yep. <laughs> um, no, this comes out on the 4th of May, which, of course, is the day before Cinco de Mayo. So beware the blowback. Right. <laughs> um, yes, of course, Cinco de Mayo is the... F- this is the, the preferred Mexican holiday of white people everywhere <laughs> who like to drink or have a reason to drink without shame. I like um, it's I like I'm shocked there's not like kiss me I'm Mexican shirts and like Yeah, I feel like that would not go over as well as kiss me I'm Irish. <laughs> because a lot of white people are Irish. <laughs> Case in point. Um but uh not a lot of white people are Mexican. No. In fact, <laughs> Uh, I'd say almost none of them are Mexican. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, every year we take this time. Oh, are you going to make me do tequila again? What? Are you going to make me drink tequila again? Did I do that last year? Yeah. No, I didn't bring any. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we take this time every year to honor and celebrate uh, and salute Mexican horror. Uh, we tr- we try to make sure that this is by a Mexican director, uh, you know, and, and produced in Mexico with Mexican actors. Sometimes we kind of skew, you know, we we take, you know, one of those descriptors and use it. It's like, yeah, it's Mexican. <laughs> but I think all three of these, or sorry, oh, both no. of the, no, no, three. Uh, <laughs> damn it. These two dos. movies, dos películas, uh, 
are they are both written, directed, starring, filmed in Mexico and Mexican actors and directors and such. That was a terrible sentence. It was. I was in trouble. Like two words into that, it's Mexico and Mexican, and and the Mexicans are in it, and and there's Mexico is also in it as well. Anyway. How's it going, Taylor? I'm tired as fuck. Yeah? Yeah. Long night? Yeah. I went to the, the Seattle Kraken game last night, and then we came home and we we played the Shining Board game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we drank too much. That'll happen. And we stayed up until like 2 a.m. It's mm, not great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't stay up that late anymore. Can't afford to. Not, a, not on purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, like... There, there was a time, just one short year ago, where I would have stayed up till yeah two in the morning. Fuck it, I got nothing to do tomorrow. Uh, Yolo. Yeah. Um, but now I go to bed like at midnight on, on like Friday and Saturday because I know I have to wake up early in the morning. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, did we win? We did. Three nothing, woo! First shutout at Climate Pledge Arena. There are no ties in hockey. Nope. Okay, that's just that's something I can't support. Support <laughs> in soccer. You get one overtime and then it goes to shootout. Got it. See, that's a. That, why doesn't soccer do that? I don't know. What purpose does a tie serve? Or like. A zero zero game. But here's the thing with with hockey though is if you go to overtime, you because they do a point system for standing similar to soccer. Uh-huh. So if you go to overtime, you get a point. Even if you lose in overtime, you get a point. I'm like, wait, why do you get a point for losing? That doesn't make any sense. You should not get credit for losing a game. Yeah. So oh, we lasted longer than other people. That is such good for you. Horseshit. The only thing that should matter is winning and losing. This. Is why they get participation trophies. <laughs> Kids these days, I tell you. Uh, yeah, I, I may have told the story before, but when I was playing like peewee football, uh, we were terrible. We finished dead last. And at the end of the season, they uh, gave us all trophies. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Because I never, I, I suck. I don't need this. Yeah, I've ne- I'd never in my life gotten a participation trophy before. The only trophy, in fact, because of that fact, the only trophy I ever got was when my little league team placed second in the league. I got a second place trophy. Um, never had I ever received another trophy until I got that trophy for being dead fucking last in the entire <laughs> league. Like, we didn't win a single... I don't think we scored a point. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were real bad. Yeah, you were. And I don't know if it was just Were you playing against adults or... (laughs) No, just other teams that were clearly coached much better than us. We are grossly outmatched here. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, participation trophies. I I didn't understand it then. Don't understand it now. I never got one. A trophy? A participation trophy. Oh, well, there you go. I don't know. Yeah, I may not have ever gotten a trophy in general. (laughs) Womp womp. I have a bowling trophy, but it's not mine. (laughs) 
Did you pick it up at a thrift shop? No, it was my grandpa's. Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah, anything else new? Anything exciting going on? Cult of Splat going good? Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing a virtual live show. I saw that. Next month. From Vegas. From Vegas. Talking about fear and loathing in Las Vegas. There you go. That's rotten. It's, yeah, it's, I want to say 45%. And the cutoff is 60? Mm-hmm. How, how can that be that, even that low? That's stunning. 49%. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I was, that was one that surprised me. That is one of the most amazing movies ever made. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, and what, you're going to be doing like a call-in show, right? No. No? No, we're just gonna. It's gonna be live on uh, Facebook, and you people can comment and stuff. But there's it won't be call in. No. Oh, I thought you're gonna have like call ins or like you know video call ins or or whatever. No. Oh, well, never mind then. But yeah, like I said, people can participate via Facebook Live chat and whatever. Um, and we'll probably you know have polls and stuff. There you go. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah. When's this take place? Uh, May twenty sixth, four o'clock Pacific time. 26th, 26th. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> that was a combination, you see. <laughs> I don't know if it even was. It was both the, the, the Spanish and English word for six. <laughs> but you said safe. Yeah. With a th at the end. I know. Sixth, safe. <laughs> I don't think they say sixth. No, like I can't honestly. I can't remember how they say like first, second, third. Wait, no. Yes, I do. Primero, segundo. Yeah, not even close to the numbers. It's like uno and then primero. Primero, segundo. So as far as once you get into twenty sixth, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's too many. It's <laughs> too many. Too many numbers. I can count to like so high in <laughs> Spanish, but. Like saying first, second, third. Like I can't even think of what third is. I can remember first and second, but that's it. Anyway, uh, yeah, nothing exciting going on with me. Uh, Crypticon's coming up in a few weeks. Shit, is it? Yep. <laughs> uh, in fact, was yeah, three weeks. Damn, have you got? I haven't gotten anything about panels yet. Nope. Me neither. Of course, I just sent in my. I just, I just sent the same ones you picked. <laughs> like whatever. That's okay. It's always better when we're together. Because yeah, we when play it's just off one, each other. And when it's just one of us, we're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> it's like like the Pablo Francisco bit. Where's my friend who always agrees with me? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick like uh, the who would win. Uh, we kind of shot the bed on that one last year. Did we? Yeah, because we moderated it. And we're not good moderators. I thought we moderated the casket list. No, that was uh, Kim. Were we on? Did they do both? Fuck. It, was, it wasn't even a year ago, and I can't remember. Well, it was 2020, though. It was the, the t early 2020s, which don't exactly... They don't exist in reality. They're a vortex. That's true. Time is a constant. They're all years and no years. Combined. 
Yeah, the same thing that you thought happened probably never happened at all. Right. But then it happened again like tomorrow. Yeah. Tony, what the hell's Crypticon? What are you talking about? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Crypticon ended 20 years ago. <laughs> Whoa! I tell you, uh, I'm, I... So, Cassandra Peterson slash uh, Elvira put out her autobiography over a year ago, I think. Um, it was and actually she, last week. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Tony, um, Sandra Peterson's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I, I, she put out a, a, an autobiography. I ordered a first edition signed copy of it. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, you heard, I've heard about this. this. <laughs> Never fucking showed up. USPS says that they delivered it to my house, but they didn't. You know how I know they didn't? Because I have what they call informed delivery, which tells you everything that's coming in your mail that day. I get an email every morning that tells me what's coming. Not one day did it ever pop up. And I work from home, so I know when mail gets delivered. To the home. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was an awkward teenager force. Oh. <laughs> Frylock was going to send Carl to work, and he's like, Carl, where do you work? I work out of the home. To the home. <laughs> And so he just dropped Carl on his roof. <laughs> I missed that show. Um, I hey. saw it on HBO Max the other day, and I was like, do I want to? Do I want to just binge these 15-minute episodes? Right. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of, I mean, they got, you know, an Adult Swim hub, I think they call it. Um and it's got like yeah, Metalocalypse and shit yeah. on it. It's like I love that show, but it's like, do I re do I want to rewatch it? Right, because it's like a lot of those shows that I thought were so fucking funny at, that at a point in time, it's like you know I go back and I'm just disappointed, like Dinosaurs. Yeah, I, mean, I recently did that too. That show sucks, man. <laughs> it's terrible, but everybody remember remembers it so fondly. It's like okay, well you clearly never tried to go back and watch it then. You know, go ahead and live in your gossamer-coated bullshit. <laughs> I live in the real world, goddammit. Anyway, but yeah, so the book never fucking showed up. I opened a claim with USPS. I went back and forth with them for months, and I still don't have my book. They didn't reimburse me. I put it... So when they finally said, we don't know where your book or your delivery is, it said, you know, by our records, it was delivered. Case closed. Okay, okay. Well, it wasn't delivered, so here's what we're going to do. You're going to pay me what I paid for this book. And they're like, no, case closed. <laughs> so basically, when I, she's going to be at Crypticon. I'm just going to go buy a, another copy and be like, hey. I, I mean, not, I'm not going to expect her to sign it for free. I'm just be like, hey, guess what? USPS fucked me on this. Can you please sign this? It's not going to be a first edition, though, so whatever. So anyway. we we had a situation where my mo- my mom shipped us a book, and it arrived with a different book inside, like inside the desk cover. In no inside the envelope. Oh, but it was the envelope that she sent. <laughs> so someone at some point opened it, took the book, and replaced it with another book and resealed it. What in the fuck? <laughs> Is this USPS. Yep, motherfuckers. 
At least they had the courtesy to send you something. <laughs> it's like when I used to go bowling and I would just trade, I would bring my own ball, but then I would usually switch them. <laughs> Wait, what? I would go bowling and I would bring a ball. I would bring my own ball that I got from a thrift store. Ah. And I would be like, I like this ball better. I'm going to take this one and leave this one here. <laughs> Aren't the balls usually engraved with the lane's name? Sometimes. <laughs> Stolen from. <laughs> Property of. <laughs> um, that's so weird. Like, was it a valuable book or just a no. book? I don't, I don't even remember what book it was now. I don't remember what book she sent or what book we got, but. It's like, hmm. Well, this envelope's open. Nothing inside. Shipping order says it's a book. Yeah, this one. <laughs> uh, I finished this one. I'll send this to him. Fucking USPS, man. Of course, I hate all shipping services. They're just all garbage. Yeah. It's a shame that the mo- one I rely on the most is USPS because they are the most reliable in general. Like UPS and FedEx, they're garbage. DHL, don't, wake, don't fucking waste my time. Like... DHL, doesn't matter where you're ordering from, takes weeks. Yeah. Like, you could be ordering something from your neighbor next door. It would take four weeks to get to you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so we've been doing this for almost 17 minutes. Um, should we get on with the show, or do you want to... I think we should, this, this, should, this should just be the show. Th- this is the whole show, just complaining like old men? <laughs> <laughs> I hate the USPS. Let me tell you about gas prices. <laughs> Actually, before we do get into the show, we do need to, to take some time. Anybody who says you can't buy love has never been to Reno. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the Married with Children Christmas special with uh, Sam Kinison. Um, it's like a... It's a Wonderful Life knockoff um, when Al comes back to his real life and he's just trying to make sure that his family members know who he is. He goes to Bud. He's like, because in his in his fantasy, Bud was like this scholar, you know, very upstanding gentleman, wears sweaters and, you know, uh, you know, protects women instead of lusts after them. When he comes back to the real world, he goes, Bud, Bud, tell me, what's more important, love or money? He's like, well, money, Dad. I can always rent love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Speaking of money. Yes. uh, Teach you up. uh, (laughs) Thanks, bud. (laughs) Uh, Yes, over on Patreon, our grave diggers uh, every month like to throw us their spare change to help keep this show running, help keep the lights on, guys. It's not an expensive show we run here, but it does cost money. We have to pay for our website and the place where we host our MP3s and 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 whatnot, um, and you know, buy each other pretty jewelry and things like that. You know, like, you know, blow's not cheap, you guys. I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> and Taylor has a real problem. <laughs> and you know what? I love the gold. I gotta get. I love gold. <laughs> I got to get like a gold tooth cap with a diamond in it. Otherwise, I'm just not happy. He has a grill that says Tony, like T, <laughs> T, with T on one tooth and then O and a Y. <laughs> um, 
But no, these uh, these lovely folks I'm speaking of are Jordan Morrison, Car- uh, Carlos Rodella, Gory B Movie, Max Zaleski, Aaron Meyer. I don't know why that came out so weird. Uh, Bob Voorhees and Kevin Nesgoda. Thank you so much, guys, from the bottoms of our hearts. Uh, we love you so hard that it hurts. <laughs> you. <laughs> we love you hard and it hurts. I, lo- I love you so hard it hurts sometimes. <laughs> Taylor, if anybody else wants to join the party, where can they go? They can go to patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast. You can join the crew for as little as $1, which would get you access to Horror Business Live on Discord, or $5 to get your name in the show like those beautiful people that Tony just mentioned. You can also get discounts on Graveplot merchandise and other random fun tidbits. <laughs> yep. I know what a bit is, but what's a tid? Tid, 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 tid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Molly Shannon. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, on with the show. On with the show. This is it. To the horror business. All right. Starting out in real world horror. Do you guys remember a few years ago, or maybe yesterday, or possibly tomorrow, <laughs> uh, when clowns that were creeping people out was just like a thing? Yeah, I remember Rob. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said like guys like standing on street corners, dressed as clowns, holding balloons. Just... They come out of the woods and shit? Yeah. It's like, that's not cool. You're fucking with people, and it's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Do that. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> um, well, apparently that started again over in Britain. In it. In it. Over in the country of London. The beautiful <laughs> country of London. Across the pond in it. <laughs> uh, some. So according to local media, uh, a nightmare-inducing encounter occurred last week in the community of Woolstetten. Wolfst- uh, multiple occasions, youngsters, young boys, <laughs> lads, tots. I think they call them lads over there. Lads. Uh, tots. Tots. Tykes. <laughs> Tot is an angel that hasn't died yet. <laughs> um, let's see. They're they're being chased around by some bozo. Because <laughs> uh, 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 he's a clown. Uh, <laughs> give us a scoop, Midge. <laughs> um. See, uh, multiple occasions, youngsters were walking to school, and they say they saw a mysterious white van stopped along their route and sent chills down their spine when it became apparent that the driver of the vehicle was, in fact, a clown. Did it say, like, free candy on the side? or I don't know. Or and, like, like, creepy spray paint? Yeah, it's like, oh, I got a box of kittens inside. Come here. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> and then it turned into a demon. <laughs> Wow. I, I was holding that one down. I was going to let it out when you I barely was talking. Barely worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, da, da, da. Yeah, what's creepier? A clown driving a van or a clown standing on the corner in the dark? Also, I mean, just the way f- that this is written, I'm just picturing a guy just like sitting 
in the van. <laughs> like not actually doing anything, just but like full clown face paint. <laughs> and of course he's sitting on the right side because it's London. Yeah. Everything's backwards there. Fucking yeah. fucking London. The toilets go up. Well, that's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um did I ever tell you about the time that uh, we were driving to I think it was like like Black Friday or something because it was really busy, but we were driving to the mall and uh, we were st- stopped on the off ramp of the freeway because the off ramp, you know, where South Center is, the off ramp there is just terrible. Yeah. It gets backed up, especially on something like Black Friday. So we're just sitting there kind of waiting, you know, slowly making our way to the light. And up behind us pulls, this, pulls up this guy on a motorcycle. And he's wearing a fucking clown mask. Like, his bike helmet was a clown mask. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I say he pulls up. Didn't Neither of us saw him pull up. I was just looking in the side mirror and saw him behind us. I'm like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm like, wife, don't look in the mirror. And of course she does. Don't turn around. Like, she's like, what in the hell? <laughs> I think there's a picture of it. I'll show it. Remind me, I'll show it to you. Um, but yeah, it was fucked up. It's still fucked up. It's like, this is not happening. <laughs> uh, making the experiences all the more eerie, if that's even possible. The Harlequin behind the, reel, behind the wheel proceeded to ask the children if they needed a ride, which they wisely refused. Good going, parents. Okay, so he wasn't just sitting there staring ahead through the windshield. It's like, hey, kids, want a ride? And candy. <laughs> candy, 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 candy. Uh, it's uncertain how many, how, many in, how many individuals may be behind the strained reign of terror. Uh, as witness reports seem to suggest that there could have been multiple people in the van. Of course there were. It's a clown car. A clown car. <laughs> <laughs> there was probably approximately 50 clowns in there. There's 50 to 60 clowns. Yeah. All waiting to run a train on these little kids <laughs> to turn, make them into balloon animals. Oh, Ew. um, fucking clowns, man! Why is it that people want to abuse clowns this way? Like, isn't it bad enough that they're creepy as is? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say I was gonna say something, but it would have just been reiterating what you said, so yeah. it wouldn't have added anything. The, to the, the clowns are in fact creepy. I was just gonna be like, "Yeah, why clowns? Yeah, <laughs> fucking a." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, why does my head hurt?" Oh, because I'm over my glasses. Uh, anyway, fucking clowns in London. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where Wool Stanton is in relation to the entire country, uh, but you know, maybe avoid that area. Uh, it's on the outskirts of Newcastle under Lyme, Staffordshire. Man, fucking London cities have such weird names. Yeah, like Newcastle under Lyme is the name of a town. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's like, uh, and like Eastern states are like. Um, like uh, New England and stuff, they have cities that are like that too. It's like they have um, like Croton on Hudson. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one that came to mind. Why? Just call it Croton. Yeah, we know the Hudson's there. Yeah. 
And if I don't, then, you know, if I ever visited, I'd probably figure it out. I'd be like, hey, that must be the Hudson. <laughs> right. Hudson Valley's cool, man. It's like, like, what, like going to like Sleepy Hollow and like Terrytown and, uh, and, uh, what was the other town? Fuck, I can't remember. Court, Cortland. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it's fun stuff. It's, 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 it's pretty there. It's like, and especially you think like, oh, this is like a half hour drive from one of the most crowded fucking cities in the world. And this is just like a peaceful place. It's yeah. really beautiful. Plus my dad lives up there. So. I thought you lived in Buffalo. No, he doesn't live that far north. Oh. Did he used to? Nope. Huh. Okay. Wait, so you wouldn't, when you moved to New York, you wouldn't stay with your dad for however long? A couple months, yeah. And then you moved to the city? Yep. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm a city kid. What can I say? You came from Enumclaw. <laughs> yeah, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Clowns. Clowns. <laughs> fuck. Tony. Yes, David? What movie am I always telling you to watch and you never fucking watch it? Turbo Kid. That's the one. <laughs> And the team behind Turbo Kid have a new movie coming out called We Are Zombies. I wonder what it's about. Let me tell you. <laughs> Variety reports that We Are Zombies is an adaptation of Jerry Frisson and Guy Davis's comic book series, The Zombies That Ate the World. Uh, this is officially under production now in Canada. Hey. <clears throat> uh, Toby Hooper once described it as disgusting, fun, and politically right on target. George A. Romero, of course, the godfather of zombies, called it a terrific series. High praise. Romero, it wasn't much for poll quotes. He's no. just like, George Romero says, good. <laughs> George Romero says, yep. <laughs> uh, the high concept movie is set in a city breeding non-cannibal zombies who are considered living impaired. I don't like the sound of that. So, how? oh, so, like, oh, no, this sounds, yeah, I can see why George Romero says a terrific series, because it's all <clears throat> political. Just uh, stop ruining fucking zombies by making it political. Just make them zombies. Yeah, like, it's it's worked for 60 years. Yeah, it's, I mean, look at The Walking Dead. That show's been on for 60 years. 60 years. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see Melissa McBride left uh, the Daryl and Carol show? Yep, that's a story later. God damn it! <laughs> I did that last episode too tonight, or the episode before? Yeah, recently, yeah. Yep. Fucking. This is why you should uh, should read <laughs> more business I before, definitely read before more. you record. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll get there. Uh, the offbeat comedic pilot follows three... No, sorry, plot. I was going to say pilot. I thought this was a movie. Mm. 
The offbeat comedic plot follows three slackers looking to earn some easy money who must fight an evil mega corporation to save their kidnapped grandmother. I am not hearing the word zombie anywhere in there. No. Uh, Alexander Natchi, or Nat- Natchi from Clash. Megan Peta Hill from Riverdale. And Derek Johns from Moonfall are set to star. I assume those are our, uh, our slackers. Yep, those sound like slacker names. You know, you know what else sound like slackers names? Jason Siegel, Devin Sawa, Devin Sawa, and Big Pete. Mike Michael Madrona. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like zombies have jumped the shark. Yeah, and not not just recently, like a while ago. Yeah. I blame The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remember that episode Always Sunny with Country Mac? When they all got high at the um, the planetarium? Yeah. And Frank's just eating chips and every time somebody says something, he's like, yes. <laughs> I don't remember that part. But <laughs> <clears throat> um. Yeah, like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's Anouk Wissel, Johan Carl Wissel, and Francois Simard. <laughs> Francois. Be more French Canadian. Jesus. <laughs> Francois Jean Jacques Francois. Or Jean Jacques Francois Jacques Jean. There it is. JJ Frankie JJ Francois. Um, yeah, it's got the little thing though. You know, little thing. Oh, yeah, make it makes it a. K- I don't think that's right. Because then it would be Francois. Francois. I think that makes it a swa. <laughs> uh, um. Take night. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. Part of, I mean, like Walking Dead for me, like the reason I stuck with it for so long, even though it started to get really fucking boring, it was like it wasn't overly political. I mean, they didn't make the zombies political, and that that's what bugs me. It's like zombies are, are dead things. If you want to make, do politics with humans, that's 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 fine. But zombies should just be like background noise if you're going to do that. Which, case in point, for Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, but making zombies like second class citizens, like Land of the Dead, that movie fucking sucks because zombies are like like evolving. like the protagonists. Yeah. Like fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> um. Anyway, and I don't know any of these people starring. I mean, you watch Riverdale, don't you? No. Oh, I have watched Riverdale, but it's not, it's not like a regular thing. <sighs> anyway, so how about that? How about it? But I mean, t- Taylor says Turbo Kid's good. Summer of 84 was pretty good. 
Oh, she's also on The Flash. As? 10 slash Wanda Wayland. She plays Korra on Riverdale. She also played Molly on X-Files. There's only two episodes, looks like. Huh. I don't know. Riverdale. No. <laughs> we are zombies. With an exclamation point. It has an exclamation point, so you have to yell it. We are zombies! <laughs> All right, well, you remember earlier when I was talking about Melissa McBride uh, leaving The Walking Dead? This is that story now. We're there now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Melissa McBride, who's played Carol since season one. Since 1979. Yeah, approximately 70 million years it's, ago. It's been 84 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she's played Carol on The Walking Dead since since the beginning. Um She's always been on the main series. I don't think she's ever been on any. Yeah, I don't think she had crossed over at any point. Uh, but, you know, there are, uh, what, 20 different spinoffs at this point? Well, there's Fear of the Walking Dead, Beware of the Walking Dead, Look Out for the Walking Dead. Oh, no, the Walking Dead are coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were planning a, uh, a spinoff starring Daryl and Carol, lovingly called the Daryl and Carol Comedy Hour. <laughs> Daryl and Carol Variety Show. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what it was supposed to be about other than just more of the same shit that every other show has, except starring or featuring prominently Daryl and Carol. Uh, but Melissa McBride has chosen to, I assume chosen, uh, to leave the show. Um, instead, the entire series will focus on Daryl. Yep. Which I think can account for several seasons of The Walking Dead proper. Yeah, like, is, isn't the show already about Daryl at this point? Yeah. Like, yeah. Rick's dead. I feel like Norman Reedus... Sorry. Is he dead? Well, it was alluded to that he died. But then I guess it was also alluded to that he was not dead, so that they could make a movie. Right. I thought he had come back at some... I don't know. I'm not even getting into it. That shit's so convoluted. I heard they're talking about a Negan spinoff now. <sighs> It's like, don't you guys want to do something else with not just your lives, but your career? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he's he's been around. He's done several things at this point. But being on a TV show for so many years and then just like launching into another TV show about the same thing. What it's not Frasier, man. <laughs> um What? Frasier? It's not, not Frasier. Frasier was a spinoff of Cheers. Yeah. I thought you were then saying there was another spinoff of Frasier. No. Oh. I'm saying Negan leaving The Walking Dead to go do a, a Negan spinoff. Is, it's it's not like Frasier. It's not, it doesn't have that kind of staying power. Oh. Of course, the, I mean, The Walking Dead has been on for like a million years. Um, but I don't know. I also do not know. Yep. 
Good. Uh, but sources confirmed to TV Line that uh, that Melissa McBride no longer is involved in the offshoot and said the series will focus entirely on Daryl. Initial buzz suggested that the decision to jettison Carol was a creative one, although an AMC rep maintains it was about logistics. Um, Network spokesperson said to TV Line, Melissa McBride, Melissa McBride, god damn, am I talking too fast? Is that what's going on? Probably, yeah. So just chill out, man. Should I just talk in my Matthew McConaughey voice for the rest of the No. Should absolutely not do that. <laughs> Melissa McBride has given life to one of the most interesting, real, human, and popular characters in the Walking Dead universe. Melissa McBride, she like Carol, she was just like this, you know, battered wife who had like no real life of her own until her husband was killed and then her daughter died. And then she just like turned into this hardcore Rambo bitch. Yeah, and she started shooting children. Yeah. But I mean, that kid was a problem. <laughs> um she lost my place. Uh unfortunately, she is no longer able to participate in the previously announced spin-off, focusing on the Daryl Dixon and Carol Pelletier Pelletier characters. Uh which will be set and filmed in Europe. How are they getting oh. to Europe? Is there is international travel a thing in Walking Dead now? How? There's no way planes are flying. How? <laughs> How? I mean, you know, maybe they could fly a plane. They could take a boat, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Maybe they could walk <laughs> across the ocean. <laughs> if it's not too far. But I mean, like, unless you're flying like a... Tr- no, if it's not too deep. That's what she says. If it's not too deep. Right. No, deep is good. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, like... I've, I guess a private jet could fly over the Atlantic, right? Sure. But you'd have to know how to fly it. I, I, I'm sure Daryl does. I don't know why. There's no reason for him to, but I'm sure he just does. Yeah, I mean, he's just a fucking hillbilly, but he's he's fucking a genius. Uh, everything, apparently. <laughs> Including survival, which I guess plays, you know, a lot of rednecks are survivalists. Yeah. We know fans will be disappointed by this news, but the Walking Dead universe continues to grow and expand in interesting ways, and we hope very much to see Carol again in the near future. The Walking Dead universe continues to expand despite people's dismay. Right. Like, honestly, does any... Who watches The Walking Dead? Yeah, what are the ratings like? I don't know. Like, I feel like I just don't care enough to investigate any of that, but like... You don't make spinoffs if people aren't watching the show, right? Right. Unless AMC is just like, we have nothing else. It's this or we show fucking uh, um, Casablanca for 14 hours a day. <laughs> I mean, like, they like uh, as far as the AMC Plus thing. Yeah. They've basically absorbed Shudder. Like, Shudder's still its own thing, but, like, there used to be 
I'm speaking of like uh, on on Amazon. There was an AMC Plus channel, and there was a Shutter channel. AMC Plus absorbed Shutter. Hmm. So, like, if they start run, running out of ideas, I've, I'm I'm worried they'll just absorb Shutter and be like, "Hey, this was us the whole time." Surprise. <laughs> Do people not know that Shutter is AMC? I mean, I'm sure they do, but it may not be at the forefront of their brains. Yeah. Uh, Norman Reedus's Daryl Dixon will now be getting a Walking Dead spinoff series of his own. Um, which, yeah, like you said before, I'm pretty sure is just The Walking Dead now. Yeah. Um. This is going to be called Daryl and my other brother, Daryl. Right. It's like how, you know, like like I said, Frasier, you know, there's Walking Dead. Or sorry, there was Cheers and then there was Frasier. So we yeah. had Walking Dead, Daryl. And then there was Niles. <laughs> yep. And Eddie, was that the dog's name? Sounds right. That was a cool dog. Cool dog. Yeah, a little terrier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> hey, you know, if you still watch The Walking Dead, first of all, fucking why? why? And uh, <laughs> second, you know, let us know. Drop a comment to let us know uh, if you watch The Walking Dead and why. And if you're interested in a all Daryl review, just all Daryl all the time. Just out there doing a song and dance, driving driving his bike around. I, I like. I want them to just make a sitcom, <laughs> like how they did. Like uh, on on Paramount Plus, they you know they're basically like leaning real heavy into the Star Trek, like just making so many Star Trek series. Uh, but they have a cartoon. Is it below de- or lower, lower deck? Yeah. Uh, Jason Manzoukas is on that. Is he? Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's really good. I've never watched it, but uh, yeah, kind of like that. Except not a cartoon. I just I think it would be hilarious if he just like rolls up on his motorcycle and just like woo, <laughs> just, just wheelies around all the time. <laughs> and there's like there has to be a live studio audience, right? So you get that laugh track, right? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots a zombie in the head. It's just, ah! <laughs> be like, well, that was a no brainer. <laughs> it looks right at the camera, <laughs> <laughs> like one of those Mexican variety shows. Ooh! <laughs> <clears throat> like a boing sound, and just randomly, some chick with giant tits, right. <laughs> For no fair reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. AMC, we've we've written your new show. Daryl. Coming. Dar- Daryl and Friends. That's what it's called. <laughs> Coming Thursday nights to AMC. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old.
Tony. Taylor. Guess who's back? Um, Shady? No. <laughs> David Cronenberg. Oh. He's got a new movie coming out called Crimes of the Future. My God. It stars Tom Cruise as a police officer, and there's just these precogs, mm-hmm. and they swim in water. And they solve crimes before they happen. It sounds, I, I feel like I've seen this before. It's a little derivative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a sci fi horror project. Neon has set the release date for New York and LA theaters on June 3rd before expanding wide on June 10th. Neon's one of those companies that have been, you know, putting out some good stuff here and there. Yeah, they're quietly coming up. Yeah. Like, like I feel like those, the new, labels for like horror you know there, there was a time when it was like paramount and um new line new line like those are the the go-to places for horror i mean they still do horror but it's kind of shitty but like a24 specter vision um and neon like those are like those those labels the brands that are, that are coming up to kind of bring us this new generation of horror yeah As the human species adapts to a synthetic environment, the body undergoes new transformations and mutations. With his partner Caprice, played by Lea Seydoux, uh, Sal Tenzer, played by uh, Viggo Mortenstein. He is Viggo! I'm I'm that guy from Lord of the Rings, Viggo Mortenstein. Sal Tenser, a celebrity performance artist, publicly showcases the metamorphosis of his organs in avant-garde performances. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, like, like it's cha- like he's changing in real time. Yeah, he's just like, look at my liver; it's got an arm. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> weird, right? And people are like, "Ooh, ah!" Like, why does my liver need an arm? That's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta put this back in before I die. <laughs> But, I mean, like evolution. I gotta. That shit takes like hundreds of years. Well, not in the future crimes. I mean, does evolution ad, ad, like advance with like technology? Isn't technology is advancing all the time? I mean, faster and faster. Does evolution do that too? Yep. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know science. I'm not a science bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, Timlin, played by Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Uh, an investigator from the National Organ Registry obs- obsessively tracks their movements, which is when a mysterious group is revealed. Their mission? To use Saul's notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution. This sounds like a Chuck Palahniuk book. <laughs> <laughs> sounds kind of convoluted. It also sounds like Cronenberg doing some fucked up body horror. Sure, yeah. Which is what Cronenberg do. He do do that. He yep. he be doing all that. He be doing body horror. An official statement from Cronenberg teased more of what we can expect, saying crimes of the future is a meditation on human evolution, specifically the ways in which we have had to take control of the process because we have created such powerful environments that did not exist previously. Um... Okay. (laughs) It is an evolution of things I have done before. Fans will see key references to other scenes and moments from my other films. That's a continuity of my understanding of technology as connected to the human body. 
Technology is always an extension of the human body, even when it seems to be very mechanical and non-human. Thinking that I have like a dude, like his ear falling off. Yep. And like climbing on walls and shit. Like the ear just climbing up walls? Sure, yeah. <laughs> or just the guy. The guy. He's like, oh, my ear fell off. Now I can climb up walls. <laughs> and people are like, what? How does that make sense? <laughs> That's all you got to do. <laughs> Little did you know that the human potential is being held back by this one ear. <laughs> Um. Yep. Are, are people, people going to like be texting on their hands and shit? I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's yeah. technology. <laughs> Have you watched that show on Amazon called Upload? Yep. People with their hand phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty cool. With Scooby. Scooby. Um. Um. What's his name? Amel. Robbie Amel played Scooby on How I Met Your Mother. Did he? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Now you know. Or I mean, maybe I did. I just didn't remember. Well, now you know. Wait, who's Scooby? Robin's boyfriend. For one episode. <sighs> Don't remember that at all. Uh, and he yeah. ate. He ate all the pot brownies and then ran away. <laughs> it sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't picture him in it. He was. Um, basically, he was a dog. Like his whole personality was a dog. And his last name was Scooberson, so everybody called him Scooby. That sounds familiar, but I, st- I still can't place him like in the sh- in the show. Doesn't matter. I like him in that. I like him as an actor. He's he's good. Yeah. Do you do you have stars? Yes. Have you watched Heels? I've not. I, I keep meaning to. I just haven't gotten to it. I've heard it's good, but I've heard like as the wrestling part of it is not very. Like it's it's not glow like it's not comedy it's much more serious and drama fucking dra- dark drama Dra- <laughs> it's fucking dark it's fucking dark um but Phil is in it Phil Phil Brooks oh is he yeah uh yeah I mean I like Stephen Stephen Mel and uh Alexander Ludwig I like him and Phil Brooks and, and Phil Brooks he sure. plays a guy named Ricky Rabies is he a better actor now. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you haven't watched it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he was pretty good in Girl on the Second Floor of the building next to the window. <laughs> next to the vending machine. <laughs> uh, was he Was he good in that? Good enough. Shoot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was good enough. In that he wasn't like spiking the camera every five seconds. Yeah. I mean, if that's the litmus. Um, anyway. Cronenberg. I mean, he w- Dwayne wasn't great in his first couple movies. Fair. Now he's the biggest star in the world. He is. People he's... keep telling me John Cena's going to start acting, but I haven't seen him in anything. That is the thing. Uh... <laughs> in the gimmick. <laughs> Dude, have, have you watched Peacemaker? No. Dude, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, goddamn. Like, even if you haven't seen Suicide Squad or know anything about Peacemaker or whatever, it's still fucking hilarious. I mean, it's James Gunn, so yeah. can't miss. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Cronenberg. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat.
Sounds a little Nick Crowley on that one. <laughs> Running back. Uh, okay, so um, we've talked before about Universal making a uh, a new spin. Well, that's not so much spin. A new focus film on the story of Dracula. It's not the typical, you know, Jonathan Harker and Mina Harker and Van Helsing. That whole thing. It strictly focuses on. Uh, the trip that Dracula makes from the 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 Balkans. No, not the Balkans. Um, where would that be? I don't know. From Transylvania to London on the ship named the Demeter. Uh, it is of course titled "The Last Voyage of the Demeter," and like I said, we've talked about this before. Uh. Uh, made a surprise appearance during Universal's presentation at CinemaCon. I hate that CinemaCon is limited only to industry people. Yeah. It's not fair. Did you see Olivia Wilde got served while she was on stage <laughs> yeah. at CinemaCon? Uh, um, not divorce. Uh, uh, custody papers. Custody papers. Yeah, and Sudeikis was pissed. Oh, like, well, I mean, I guess he probably wouldn't plan for that. No. I, I, the process service must have been like, must, the process server must have just been like, well, I know she's going to be. Yeah, I know where she's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> on stage. That's, that's fucked so up. fucked. I mean, like, you can just walk, like, literally all you have to do stand on the side of the stage, wait till she walks off it. Yeah. Or not even on the stage. Like, just find her later in the show, be like, Olivia Wilde. Yes. You've been served. That's it. Walk away. Yeah. That's, that's the job of a process server. Sometimes you get shot at, but you know that's just in the business. Yeah. Or sometimes you're it's Bruce like, Campbell and you run away. It's like hosting cheaters. Sometimes you're gonna get stabbed. Yeah. Like, do you remember that movie, Serving Sarah? No, I remember Saving Silverman. No, <laughs> that's was, a good ass movie. <laughs> it was Matthew Perry, Elizabeth Hurley, and Bruce Campbell. I don't like Matthew Perry. No. No. I mean, I like him. Fair. Like, like his role on Scrubs. Like, oh, there's Matthew Perry. Ha! Ah, okay, that episode's over. Never watching that again. Like, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fine on Friends, but like, like Matthew Perry is a leading man in a movie. No, he's not. <laughs> Stop that. You didn't see Fools Rush in or the whole nine yards. Nope. Really, you didn't see whole nine yards. That was a good one. Wait, no. With Bruce... I was thinking of the longest giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, I know of it. I didn't watch it. No. Okay, well, it exists. It's pretty good. Whole ten yards. That was dumb. Right? <laughs> it's doo doo kaga. That's not. That's not even a phrase. No. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, uh, like I said, it made a surprise appearance during Universal's presentation at CinemaCon. CinemaCon, for those who don't know, it's like I said, it's an industry convention where um, theater, or like uh, theater owners, whether they be private or you know a corporation, you know like AMC, Regal, Cinemark, 
or you know just small theater owners they go um uh, and these studios will present their upcoming roster for the year and basically you know say okay well we're going to be putting out this movie it's going to cost you this much yada 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 um so uh yeah writer braggy shoot uh his script of the last voyage of the demeter has been floating around for many years with several different directors attached um and who obviously ended up directing the thing is andre uvredal uh who uh, directed Autopsy of Jane Doe and Scary Stories and Troll Hunter. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> uh, they announced that last year. Um, it's being produced by Amblin. Uh, Corey Hawkins. That means Spielberg. Right. Uh, do, you, do you listen to the Always Sunny podcast? No. Um. Glenn Howerton does an impression of Steven Spielberg. Okay. But it's it's literally just like, hey, God, this is Steven Spielberg. <laughs> like it sounds something like him. It's just a stupid voice. What the fuck? But every time he does it, they're like, oh, my God, Steven Spielberg is here. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> uh, uh, Corey Hawkins of Kong Skull Island and The Walking Dead um, is starring... Uh, Latest version of the script written by Zach Olkiewicz. Wait, so who's Braggy Shoot then? He must have written, I mean. Does he write the original? I mean, he must have written the original script and okay. this, this has been re- rewritten. That, I, that must be like a fucking kick in the teeth. Yeah, right? Like you say, you know. So you, we love it. We want to buy it. Here, fix this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can hear you. It's like, tell me what you want to change and I'll, I'll work no, on it. Let me do it. Uh, film is based on a single chapter. 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 It's based on a single chapter in in the book of Dracula. Um, the uh, Captain's Log is is the name of the chapter. Um, it uh, talks about the the Russian ship, the Demeter, um, which Dracula chartered to bring him and his possessions uh, from, like I said, the um, you know Eastern Europe to. London. Um, uh, let's see. It was chartered to private, carry private cargo, 24 unmarked wooden crates from Carpathia to London. Uh, the film will detail, detail the strange events that befell the doomed crew as they attempt to survive the ocean voyage, stalked each night by a terrifying presence on board the ship. When it finally arrived near Whitby Har- Har- yeah, Harbor, it was a derelict. Uh, there's no trace of the crew. <clears throat> Spoiler alert, it was Dracula. Where is the captain? <laughs> yeah, basically Dracula, you know, he uh, traveled. It, it, part of the lore of Dracula is that he has to be, um, he has to have his native soil. So he literally traveled in a box of soil. Um, Wait, so where was the crew? On the ship. Why did it say there was no trace? Maybe they threw him, he threw him overboard, I don't know. But this is a popular thing in like a lot of iterations of Dracula. Um, it was even repeated in uh, Vampire, Vampire in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, from what I understand, it was repeated again in in Morbius. Mm. Um, and uh, I yeah. heard that's a 
That's a, that's a real shit burger. Caca sandwich. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, basically Dracula, he, he'll come out at night and he starts picking off the crew. And like, you know, the captain, like it's it's all written from the perspective of the captain. It's it's literally entries out of it's the captain's, captain's log. log. So it's not just clever name. Right. Um, and uh, he just explains how it seems like more and more of his crew disappearing. Um, I think he says something about like there are not even any rats on the ship. Um, and it, 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 Whoa, uh, yeah, the rats. rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the song. Yeah. You know, you've heard it. Yeah. It's called Rats. Yeah. It's like um, Ghost BC. <laughs> Ghost BC. <laughs> Remember that was their name? Only in the US though. Yeah. Uh I think that was just licensing issues. I think so, yeah. Because I remember the band Him had that same problem at first. Oh, really? Because there was another band that had US licensing proper you know, rights to the name Him. So him in the U.S. like on all their U.S. released albums said her, really? Yeah, at first, not anymore. Uh, I don't know if they licensed the name or or bought it outright or what. But <clears throat> when they they originally released U.S. albums under I think probably their their home label, but then in the U.S. they got picked up by Universal. So you know, mm. of course, Universal. Throws their dick around. Yeah. Um, anyway. We are him now. Yeah. We are the him that I you am, have heard of. I am him. Uh, anyway, the current date for this uh, appears to be January 27th, 2023, which again could be next year or possibly 20 years ago. Yep. Also, Nick Cage's Dracula, Feb- uh, April 13th. Let's see, 2023. So excited. Still, I want to care about. I don't give a shit about this. Is Nick Cage in it? Fuck off, then. I don't <laughs> care. It's like who's playing Dracula? Oh, not Nick Cage. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the picture of him, right? Of course I did. So good. The one where he's dressed like, or he's he's, he's dressed like. I don't. I don't know. He's wearing like a red suit. Looks like it's like crushed, crushed velvet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he looks like John Travolta. A little bit, in yeah. In the makeup? Like, did you face off again? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he's got, like, Travolta hair. Even though Travolta's got, he's got the shaved head now, but Travolta, he always had that, that tiny little widow's peak and yeah. the slick back hair. And just the makeup, for whatever reason, makes him look like Travolta. Yeah. Like Travolta, like, when he's strung out or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> for that. I'm excited about everything that Nicolas Cage does, and I hate that I have not seen the, uh, I can never remember. The, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Thank you. I can never remember the 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 adjective um, in the title, and so I'm just like, uh, the... I've noticed in the commercials now, they just call it massive talent. It's probably easier like to It say. pops up on screen, and it says the unbearable weight of massive talent, but they're like, massive talent coming to theaters. Huh. Yeah, I got to see that. Oh, yeah. Most oh, de- yeah. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. Almost oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, fucking last voyage of the, the Demeter, guys. Get excited. Dracula. Yeah. I always feel
So America's sweetheart, Micah Monroe, is returning to... <laughs> what? What? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, remember that was an ongoing thing? <laughs> that was why I said it. Okay. I was returning to the horror genre with a new film called uh, Watcher. She is just a doll. She's America's sweetheart. <laughs> of course, I haven't seen her in a while. I don't know. She have like a booze or drug problem. I don't know. Not that I know of. But okay, well, she I don't still delve all. that much into her personal life. So. Fair enough. Uh, from IFC Midnight, Watcher will come out in select theaters on June third, and then come to VOD on June twenty first. Uh, in Watcher, Julia, played by Michael Monroe, joins her husband, uh, played by Carl Glusman or Glusman. Do you know who that is? Never heard of him. All right. When he relocates to his family's native Romania for a new job. Having recently abandoned her acting career, she finds herself frequently alone and unoccupied. One... Sounds like a full moon movie. Kind of, so far, yeah. <laughs> One night, people watching from her picture window, she spots a vague figure in an adjacent building who seems to be looking back at her. Soon after, while alone on a local movie theater, at a local movie theater, Julia's, she's, she's just on top of a movie theater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Julia's sense of being watched intensifies until she becomes certain she's being followed. Uh follows <laughs> <laughs> people will be following her just all the just time all the time everybody tries to follow her uh could it be the same unknown neighbor Maybe it's an it follows you spinoff it's yep that's what it is you're right you nailed it you found the the Shyamalan twist <laughs> the chameleon meanwhile a serial killer known as the spider stalks the city that was a terrible name for a serial killer <laughs> who are the ad wizards that came up with this one <laughs> yeah like why don't you change it like something spicy, like in like change it to Spanish, even if he's not like Latino. Naranja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La uh, naranja discoteca. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the spider, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and just like even, probably some little wiener. You could have been like the crimson spider. Like even that sounds sure. Cool. Yeah, like give it something to really like you said, spice it up. Yeah. It's like anybody can be the spider. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like solid gold spider, like, ooh, that sounds cool. <laughs> the spider of death. There you go. Spider Just of death. De death spider. You know, I'll bet uh, that... The person that she thinks staring at her from across the way, probably just a cardboard standout. Of what, William Shatner? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, there was this house uh, on, on my way to school that, like, it had a, an attic window, like, overneath, or overneath. Overneath. O over, over the garage. And for the longest time, I'd walk by it and I'd, uh, yeah, like the song, you've heard it, <laughs> tales old as time, walk by. Song as old as rhyme. <laughs> and somebody's fucking staring at me. Like every fucking day, somebody's goddamn staring at me. It's like, just let me go to school. <laughs> then I realized it's a cardboard cutout of, I couldn't identify who it was. Of Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> But, like, why would you do that? Right? Because rear window? Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like that. I wasn't sure if you got it. So. Sure. I'm right? sure. 
I mean, I get it now. Well, that guy is up to something. Ooh. That kid. <laughs> uh, so that's my story. But yeah, maybe it's just a cardboard thing. Uh, maybe. It's probably not a person. Be a pretty anticlimactic <laughs> finish to the movie, but... Uh, but you never see it coming. This will also star Burn Gorman. What? It's an awesome name. That's someone's name? Is he related to Psycho? <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, what is this? Chibuchu? Chibuchu? Chibuchu Bogdan Alexandru. Wow. Is that African? What is that? Uh, You know what? That might be um, uh, like... It might be like South African. Yeah. Or or like you know, Dutch or something. <laughs> the Dutch. Which if that's the case, it would be Sibusu, I believe. Sibusu. Um how come when I look him up on IMDb it gives me Jurassic World? <laughs> Maybe he's in Jurassic World. Okay, but why did it bring up that and not him <laughs> no he's not in Jurassic World <laughs> maybe that was the working title for Jurassic World <laughs> Sibusu Bogdan Alexandru was the working title <laughs> IMDB gives me no information he's six feet tall good I don't know where he's from but he's six feet tall so he like if we were all to stand next to each other he'd be in the middle yep <laughs> This is not helpful. Uh, Zach Ford and Chloe Okuno wrote the script, and Okuno will direct. Good to know. Or I probably did direct. If it's coming out in two months, I assume it's done. <laughs> yeah, one would think. Of course, if it's an independent movie, they might still be filming it. Who knows? That's true. They got a month. They reached took four years to film. Like this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You know, <laughs> when you're filming a movie with children, you're always working against them having like growth spurts or, uh, you know, you... growing facial hair. Or... Yeah. Uh, and that's that's usually an issue when you're filming a movie across a few months. Right. <laughs> when you're filming a movie across, was it was it four years? No, it wasn't that long. It was it like was two, two or years. three. Yeah. Uh, from, yeah, from, from, you know, f- first action till final cut you know probably yeah two or three years yeah we've got these kids that are like what 13 14 13 to 6 13 to 15 that's like when kids grow right that's like (laughs) prime growing time especially mary man she shot up like a foot yeah she did she's a a freaking giant now yeah she's like almost as tall as you she's like seven eight like (laughs) and she's still only like 15 (laughs) She's going to be a fucking 50-foot woman by the time she's an adult. Yeah, I mean, then she's got her next role. That's right. <laughs> she's going to get pigeonholed, but... Right. But, I mean, there's so many, like, giant woman films out there. That's true. There's, Some of them are Full Moon's little... got a brand new one coming out. 50-foot <laughs> cam girl? Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, most of them are, like, unsavory, but... <laughs> Have you seen the... I don't think it's a trailer, but, like, a clip? No. From that? She's, like, literally just this giant woman getting her picture taken and there's a it's just a regular size photographer and then there's, there's his assistant or something this other woman and she's 
making little snide comments. Uh-huh. And the, the giant camera just goes, <laughs> just blows her away. Uh, fucking full moon. I don't know the release date on that, but I was like, Tony's going to pick this for our full moon episode, isn't he? No, I've actually got one in mind. I haven't settled on it, but... Uh, yeah, surprise, guys. We're doing a full moon episode in, in a while. In, in some time. In time. In time. Uh, oh, that gave me ch- ch- chills. <laughs> really? Yeah, you, like, you nailed it. And that's the, such... Uh, that's the creepiest part of the exorcist. I don't care what anybody says. Fuck this head spinning around. Just the way that she goes, in time. No, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I know that creeps my dad out too. Or like, I don't know if it creeps him out or if it's just like his favorite part. Because yeah, it's like, like it's just demonstrating that the, you know. It's like we're doing shit on my schedule. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not performing for you. Like, I'm not performing monkey. Yeah. It's like, I'll do cool shit, but it's going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's the end of Horror Business, guys. Hey. We made it. And just a hair over an hour. That's not too bad. Oh, really? Yeah. That felt so much longer? It did. It <laughs> felt so long deep inside. Wait, what? What? <laughs> What'd you hear? <laughs> How... These blankets on the back of this chair have just kind of migrated to the side. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Anyway, okay, so guys, you know what we're due next? Movie reviews. All right, guys. So, as this is our Cinco de Mayo episode uh, and our salute to Mexican horror, uh, we have picked two Mexican films. One is Tigers Are Not Afraid, and the other is Satanico Pandemonium, a.k.a. La Sexorcista. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Taylor, which one do you want to start with? I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about La Sexorcista, so <laughs> let's start with Tigers Are Not Afraid. Tigres. Tienes algo que necesito. 
Nosotros somos lo único que vemos. Los tigres no tienen miedo. Okay, so uh, this is also known as Vuelven, which literally translates to return. Uh, so I don't know where, I mean, I know where Tigers Are Not Afraid came from, but I don't know why they changed it. Yeah, uh, they probably named it Tigers Not Afraid because about four different people say it like a thousand times in the whole movie. Yeah, at one point, the main character just, just says it over and over and over again. Right. This is written and directed by Isa Lopez. Uh, yeah. That name sounded so familiar, and I wasn't sure why. I looked her up, but like I don't recognize anything else. I think, yeah, this done. was her really, her really big takeoff. Um, this is one of those things where I'm reading this the plot on Wikipedia, and I'm like, oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack, but like that makes it sound complex. But it's really just kind of, I don't know, convoluted is even the right word. Just unnecessarily busy. Busy. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so we're introduced to our lead character, Estrella, who is a uh, young girl. And she she lives in Mexico. And the, the part that I did not realize was that apparently there's the Mexican drug war going on. Yeah, well, there's some dialogue at the very beginning of the movie, <clears throat> uh, just explaining. Yeah, that's true. Or not even dialogue, but uh, text, text on the screen, yeah. just explaining that several children have, or not several, but you know, hundreds or thousands of children have disappeared in the ongoing drug war that goes on in Mexico. It's very similar to the the film that we showed at the the film fest, Tio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, that was kind of an analogy of. Um, not just the drug war, but this, but the um, human, tra- human trafficking of children in Mexico, um, but kind of along similar lines. So yeah, yeah. We see her; she's in school, and her class is working on writing fairy tales. And all of a sudden, there's gunfire, and I, I do remember that text, but it apparently immediately went out of my mind as soon as the actual <laughs> movie started because. In my mind, once I heard gunfire in a school, I was like, that's weird. This isn't America. <laughs> but but the, the difference is, like, in Mexico, it'll be, you know... you know, Outside the school? Yeah, it'll be outside the school. It'll be, dr- you know, uh, criminals, you know, gangs outside shooting. Uh, you know, similar to, like... I mean, it still happens in South Central, although it's not as bad as it used to be. Um but yeah, in America, it'd be inside the school and it would be one of the students. Right. And there would be no rhyme or reason to why or who they were Just, shooting. Yeah, you know, bull- bullying or, or whatever. Yeah. So all the kids, you know, jump on the ground and the teacher is down on the ground and she takes, she has three pieces of chalk in her hand. And she hands them to Estrella and she says, three wishes, just like in our fairy tales. And she's, she's like, the teacher's like, you know, let's. Let's keep doing our our fairy tale lists, and at this, I was still thinking it was a school shooter at this point. So I'm like, maybe instead you shut up, <laughs> don't, don't draw attention to yourself. 
Um, at the same time, we see this guy, and it it looks like he's leaving a club. Like there was just a, there was he goes into an alley, and he, the door he came out of was brightly lit with like purple and green lights and stuff. It looked like a club. I assumed me, it but, was or a, or a bar or something. Yeah, but apparently he decided to leave the bar to go pee in the alley. <laughs> Maybe, As you do. Maybe there was a line. He's like, I don't, I don't got time it, for this shit. Didn't, it almost looked like he was being kicked out. Oh, maybe. Because the there was another guy who was talking to him. Yeah. So maybe he got kicked out. I don't know. But... As he's taking a piss, he like pulls his pants all the way down like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is obviously hammered. Man, like unless, not that I would either way, but I wouldn't be able to do that unless I was like at a urinal. Like, it's just piss all over my pants. Yeah. Like, even if I don't piss directly on my pants, there's going to be some splatter. There's going to be splatter. Yeah. yeah. Especially because he's like peeing on a wall. That's definitely going to splash back. Yeah. That's like... When, when girls have to pee outside, like, how do you just not get pissed all over the back of yeah, your pants? Yeah, really. Like, I would have to take my pants all the way off. Yeah. To and be then, confident. And then walk three paces. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but while he's peeing, this little kid, whose name is Shine, comes up behind him. A young boy. A young boy. Uh, steals his phone and his gun. Both of which are... S- stylishly emblazoned with a fancy dragon. Right. It reminds me like the gun version of like those really souped up trucks that like like uh, a lot of a lot of Mexican guys have. Yeah. You know, like the really el- elaborate paintings on them with like cows and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like skull, skulls wearing sombreros. Right. And, and it usually says like R.I.P. Eduardo or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know we're drawing... Uh, um, fuck. <laughs> My brain keeps telling me to say elaborations, but that's not the right word. I don't think that's a word at all. <laughs> Correlation? No. Like, generalizations. That's oh. the one. <laughs> you were not even close. Elaborations. <laughs> Fuck my life. But. But, I mean, fucking. But you've seen Mexican them. guys be driving trucks like that. <laughs> yeah, no white guy has a truck with a. No, white guys have trucks with American flags on them. And, and testicles and, hanging off. Yeah. And, and guns. And Trump stickers. Back the blue. Right. Even though, like, a lot of them don't even know cops. And they say, R.I.P. Chris. Right. Not Eduardo. Right. Chris probably drank himself to death or something. <laughs> uh, okay. So. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get back into this. <laughs> so, Shine takes the gun and he points it at the guy, but the guy stops peeing. Shine. Shine. Eh. Shine. But there's no accent there. That would make it like eh. Shine. Eh. Like E in Spanish is eh. Shine. Can I just call him shine? Okay. Fine. (laughs) I have no respect for other cultures, but that's fine. So this is a guy who just went off about Mexican trucks. (laughs) Call me a liar. Tell me I'm not right. Um, 
Shine points the gun at the guy, but ends up not shooting him. <laughs> this guy's name is Kako. <laughs> his, yeah, his name is Kako. That's like a poop taco. <laughs> Kaka. Kaka. Kaka taco. Uh, we come to find out that he actually he works for the the local kingpin named Chino, who we also come to find out is actually a local politician. This isn't these aren't surprises. I'm not like spoiling anything really here. I I until I read that, I did not know. What? Was there a thing that said that he was a politician? Well, there's like they keep playing the commercials of him. And then oh. there was like a news report that was saying that he's secretly tied to the drug cartels and <laughs> way over my head. All right. Totally missed apparently every single time that was mentioned. Apparently. <laughs> we see Estrella leaving school and there's a dead body out on the street. So she turns and goes the other direction and this blood trail like follows her home. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, right? She goes home and her mom is not there. Um, and this blood trail like goes all over the walls and like goes on a dress and like puts this pattern on a dress. And I thought that that was like something. Yeah, I was like, I... is this like? And I thought it was all like in her mind, like it was some kind of flashback or something. But yeah, it, yeah, it never really gets explained. But there's a this gang is Chino's gang. They're, they're called the Huascas, which it, I, for the longest time watching this, I was like, who are the Huascas? <laughs> Cause when the kids are talking about them, they make it sound like they're like monsters or wild animals or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I got that. That was the gang. I just, I couldn't figure out what Huascas mean. Like, yeah, I was like, I Googled. I'm like, what is Huascas? And it's like, Huasca is a short for Ayahuasca. I'm like, that's probably not it. That's a dumb, <laughs> dumb name. Phone just yeah, my phone woke up. Fucking phone. Uh, then also, like you're probably looking at Urban Dictionary, like I was. That that was one of the results that came up. Yeah. Okay. Well, like the other result on Urban Dictionary was apparently Huasca is uh, a name for cum. So probably not that either. Probably. I mean, maybe maybe they're the cum boys. Who knows? <laughs> We're the jizz boys. It's coming and coming, throwing ropes. Uh, and then they use those ropes to tie people up and kidnap them. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's inferred that um, Estrella's mom has been kidnapped by these Huascas. So time goes by through a uh, time you know, time lapse goes by montage so slowly. And Australia. And time can do so much. Go can ahead. I finish? Go ahead. Can I finish? We see Australia calling her mom over and over. Are you still mine? Stab you right in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I need your love. <laughs> I think I just got to let him finish at this point. <laughs> Go ahead. Eventually, I'm going to run out of words that I know. <laughs> but Estrella eventually gets hungry, so she goes out to the streets. As you do. Finds 
Shine and his his She's gang. She's like taking it to the street, taking it to the street, taking it to the street. Um, she meets up with Shine and, and his gang, uh, Pop, Tucci, and Moro, Moro, yeah. Morito. Moro is just a tiny little boy who's nonverbal. Right. He apparently saw some shit. We don't we don't know what, but he saw some shit and never spoke again. Yeah, so it must have been some shit. Yeah, and he sleeps inside a TV. Oh yeah. <laughs> At first I thought it was a dryer. I just I thought it was like a box. I didn't really analyze what it was, I guess. Yeah, it's like an old analog TV with but there, there's no screen and he just sleeps in there. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Go to places any. But Estrella comes up to them and is like, hey. I'm hungry. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck you. Get to stepping, girl. I, did you notice the, the subtitles in this maybe weren't what they were saying? In both these movies, I did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, this one, I mostly noticed it. Uh, because he like he kept calling her kiddo. Which yeah. maybe was was what he's calling her, or I don't know. I think there was a lot of like interpretations. Yeah, of of the the slang. Mostly. Probably because if it was like literally translated, it wouldn't make sense. Well, I mean, I I gathered he was saying little girl. Oh, but picking out kiddo. Yeah, seemed weird, but whatever. And some at one point she says tiz, like she used the word tiz, like. Did she? I don't recall that. Yeah, like as in like a sh- shortening of it is. Right. Tis. Like, what? Nobody says tis. <laughs> Unless it's Christmas. <laughs> and that's only when it tis the season. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, you know, tell her to get to stepping, but eventually they just kind of succumb and let her join them yeah the shine he's a real asshole but the rest of the kids are they're all right yeah that's true um but kako comes along <clears throat> looking for his phone and and his gun obviously but he, he seems more interested in the phone right uh they're able to escape because shine Shoots at him with the gun. I don't even know how you could like so. That, like you said, that gun has like a big snake on the on the. Um, is it a snake or a dragon? I think it was a snake. Yeah, okay. I think it was a dragon on his phone. I think it was a snake on the gun. Oh, okay. But it's like it's it's like three dimensional, so it sticks out from the from the. Yeah, um, it also says six 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 under it. I guess I did notice that. Uh but it's like how. Did, how do you handle that? Like, yeah, that seems so, so unwieldy, bulky, especially when you have tiny little boy hands. Right. But Moro gets taken by Kako and the other person that he's with. So, uh, they how do they end up deciding that Estrella had to be the one to kill Kako? Is it just like blood in, blood out? Or? Uh, no. Um... Uh, Shine wouldn't let her into the into the gang unless she killed him. It was okay. just like a 
initiation yeah, thing. So, so, well, blood in, blood out, but not your blood. Right. <laughs> Mostly his. Uh, I forgot to mention that Elena made a wish that her mother would return, and then she saw a bug, and she was like, oh, it's my mom. That tracks, sure. She yeah. also has these visions of her mom, like, wrapped in plastic. Be fucked up. It was fucked up. Uh, she then makes a second wish that she doesn't she doesn't have to kill Kako. But they say, you know, if they tell her if he doesn't die, we all die. So he's you know, he's gonna come and kill all of us. Mm-hmm. So we gotta do something. So she goes into his house and goes to kill him, but by the time she gets there, he's already dead. Right. And she drops the gun and it goes off. And so she goes out and tells the boys, yep. Done deal. Did it. Killed him. I was like, pow, pow. Whatever. Ain't no thing. <laughs> I kill fools. I kill fools for no reason. <laughs> but so they're able to get Moro and these two other boys, free them from Kako's lair. I mean, I assume it was for like human trafficking, but it's just keeping these kids in like dog dog kennels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at one point they like, they're like, we, we need to move because they're living in the streets, but they have like, they've built a little kind of lean to area well, they on, live on, on like the a rooftop. rooftop yeah. yeah. But at one point, Estrella says, you know, we, we need to go because they know where we are now. Mm-hmm. And... So they break into this giant house. And I was like, why didn't they do this a long time ago? Yeah. Like these, this city is clearly just, you know, it's run by these um, traffickers. And so there's got to be empty houses everywhere. Yeah. People have either left or have been killed. So there's probably a lot of real estate. Yeah. But they, you know, they say that they want to go to this house that has a soccer field and a zoo and something else. But. A po- pond? Pool. Pool. Pool, right. pond. Pond would be good for you. <laughs> um, but when they break in, they see in the floor, there's like, I mean, there's there's fish in the, in the floor. It's koi. Yeah. yeah. But it's like inside on like a landing. Mm-hmm. And they said that they like got out of their bowls. I was like... Well, that looks very deliberate. I don't think they just got out of their bowls and wound up there. Also, they're coy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I've never seen it with my own eyes, but, you know, like, saying that goldfish will grow to the size of their In the environment, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some pretty big goldfish, but, like, for ones that get that big, I mean, I think koi are, for all intents and purposes, goldfish. They're just larger versions of them. Oh, really? I think so. Uh, there's also like a theater inside this house, which was crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah, not like a movie theater, like a stage theater. Yeah. And Tucci is acting like he's like doing a talent show <laughs> and Pop comes out and raps. <laughs> but he, doesn't, he comes out and says he's going to rap, then he just beatboxes. Right. Until, until his... Uh, he, had, he had like Christmas lights that he was wearing on his head. What did he say? My twinkle? When they went out? Oh, you know, I don't know. I it was something like that. that. I was like, oh, my twinkle, bro. <laughs> That's the thing. It's all like bro and dude. And right. stuff. Like, and I'm like, and I always thought dude was Chavo. 
but again, like I never heard Chavo, but the subtitles would say dude. Like it was one of those kind of things. Mm. Um, I can, we're, like, we're just a couple months short of me being able to just spoil this. Fuck it. Fuck it. I say fuck it. Fuck it. Tony says fuck it. Um, so Kako and the rest of the Kako Taco, Kako Taco and the rest of the, um, Ayahuasca's, they find them and, uh, they, they shoot Moro. Did you, did you see the Ayahuasca's? I just said Ayahuasca. Remember when I couldn't say that? Yep. That was a nightmare. Because you were like, I've never seen it before. <laughs> I've heard the word. You were like, a ya? A ya? Fuck my butt. <laughs> they shoot Moro, little Morito, and Estrella, I don't know, It's it seems like she's got some kind of sixth sense where she can talk to ghosts. Because like as soon as Moro gets shot, she starts talking to him and he, and he's talking back. He's verbal again. Right. And his little tiger's alive too. Oh my God. That's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my right? life. Yeah. He's got this little stuffed tiger and like after he gets shot, it comes to life and it's like walking around and it's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just the, the most hilarious thing. And he's just making tiny little tiger sounds yeah, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, that's not right now. That's a little later. That's a little bit later. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. They. And she also, you know, she still has another wish. Right. And so. It's not really specified if these wishes are actually happening or if it's just kind of luck. Like right. I said, she wished for her mother to come back and then saw a bug. So. Yeah. And like. At one point, like. Shiny, he's got this scar on his face because it's presumably from when his house burned down. Um, and like he asked Estrella to use one of her wishes to make his scar go away. And she said no because something always bad happens when she uses her wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that, yeah, pisses him off because he's a little, little shit. Yeah. <laughs> but so they call Chino from Kako's phone. And oh, we find out that the reason that they want this phone so bad is because there's a video on the phone of Chino killing somebody. Which now that makes sense. Now you know that he's a politician. Yeah. Because if he was, you know, just a, a drug lord, it's like whatever. He, yeah, he kills people, people all day. People yeah. knows that, people know that he tortures and kills people, but he's a politician. Yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. So they say, we'll give you the phone back if you get rid of the Huascas. He says, okay, meet me at this place tomorrow morning. You give me the phone. Huascas are done right on the spot. So they go to this, I don't know what it is, abandoned bathhouse or something. He says it's a spa. So okay. biggest fucking spa I've ever seen. But he keeps saying this word spa. Are you trying to say spaghetti? <laughs> are we getting spaghetti? <laughs> take, take me for a spaghetti day. What is your spaghetti policy here? <laughs> But they give Chino the phone, and he immediately shoots his two associates. And he's just like, 
we had a deal, right? But then he's like, what's the password? And they had, they had two phones mm. and one of them, they didn't know the password to, and that's not Kako's phone. So Chino's like, what's the password? And they're not telling him. So he kind of like freaks out. They take off running. At this point, Estrella takes her, ch- her chalk wish and she draws an X on Shana's face, basically being like, and, and she says, I, I wish for your scar to go away or something. Uh, and then he gets shot in the face. Yeah, and the exit wound, right where that X was. Yep. So, you know, bad things happen. Yeah. You know, there's this ongoing thing, like, you know, uh, you know, in movies and, and in TV shows and stuff, and even probably in, you know, communities where people believe that magic is real, say that magic comes with a cost. And I think that kind of was playing into this element that you know magic is or you know it's even like a you know like a like a genie type situation or like like dream uh wish master Mm -hmm. where people make a wish but it's just some fucked up version of their wish right you gotta be specific (laughs) even then i mean there's always going to be something right but chino chases estrella through like all around this bathhouse this spaghetti Chases her through the um, through through the vents when the tiger comes along. <laughs> I don't know why I love this tiger so much. He's wearing like a little sweatsuit. Yeah, he's got little sneakers, yeah, sneakers. on. Sneakers. <laughs> but he gives Estrella Shine's lighter, and then he's like, "Follow me," and like jumps down the vent. She follows him, and there's all these dead bodies down there, and she finds her mother down there we find out earlier that it was her mother in the video that chino was killing right because she had a bag over her head but she she had a bracelet that right um, uh, australia 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 recognized so yeah and then there's like when she finds her mother in this pit the bracelet actually it's because it's birds it's like a ring of birds and it the birds come to life and move over to Estrella's wrist. Mm-hmm. Then Estrella runs out and she sees Shine outside this room. And there's a, a big, you know, flammable thing on the on the door. So she gives Shine the lighter and he walks in to this door. And then you just see like these flames from behind the door. So assuming that he killed uh, Chino. Did you mention that well, it's from the other side of the door? It sounded like all the bodies in there were come coming to life. To life yeah. yeah. So, um. Oh yeah, and then uh, Estrella finds an actual tiger. It's just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. It's okay. Like, like, like this says, Estrella encounters a tiger that escaped from a zoo. I, I thought it was Chino's pet. Yeah, you would have <laughs> had to tell me that. Like I. Unless I totally missed it, there was no illusion or allusion to uh, illusion with an A, right? But not Poe. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing Poe, but you know, like Poe. <laughs> uh, they never alluded at any point to a zoo being. Like, yeah, I don't remember them ever mentioning tigers, a tiger escaping from the zoo. No. Like I said, I just, I thought it was Chino's pet. 
or like Mike Tyson or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the hangover all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> and then she, yeah, she walks out into this field. She's like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, she opens the door and it's just this big field, like from toys. I <laughs> <laughs> love that movie. And I'm just like, wait, this this bathhouse was in the middle of a field? And I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, wait, a lot of stuff didn't make sense. Yeah, it's like one side of this dilapidated spa was just run down Mexican City, and the other side is just this beautiful field. Yeah, so I was like, is she dead? Is this heaven? I don't, I don't understand any of this. Yeah, but, a lot of the like, you know, her talking to ghosts and stuff. Like I said, it's it's not really clear at first if she's imagining it or if she actually has these kind of powers. But then all of a sudden, you know, um, the tiger is able to hand her a physical lighter, so they they're corporeal in some form, mm-hmm. and she like shakes Chine's hand too, right, and. Yeah, this whole movie, there's so much in it that is like just fantasy and unbelievable. That it's like, well, is this shit happening or not? Is she like right. what's going on here? Like, don't like do this kind of shit and then not tell me if it's real or not. Yeah, and we keep like she keeps hearing voices and it's not like she's communicating with anyone. She's just hearing assumedly her mother, you know, whispering come this way, come with us, yeah. stuff like that. And so, yeah, I thought it was just like trauma. Yeah. It's like this whole movie. It's like if a kid brought you a drawing, like a little kid brought you a drawing and is like, oh, this is, this is Batman, except he's like carrying Christmas hams and he's doing backflips. It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But that doesn't actually happen. Batman doesn't actually... I mean, maybe he does backflips, but... <laughs> That's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... But but why is he doing that? <laughs> and is he imagining it? Because that's just some weird fever dream. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> but that's kind of how I felt this entire movie. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Is, is any of this real? <laughs> Wes Anderson's Batman. <laughs> I don't know. He took it in a really weird place, but it was cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Luke Wilson was an okay Batman. <laughs> Owen Wilson was the Joker. It's... Jason Schwartzman was the Riddler. That was cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, Can we just fantasy book a Wes Anderson Batman? <laughs> Bill Murray is Commissioner Gordon. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. C- calling this movie a horror is is a stretch. Yeah, like all the scenes with the dead bodies and stuff are like they're fucked up and they're gruesome and stuff. But just the the tone of it and stuff is not really horror. It's like you said, it's more fantasy. Yeah, I mean, like okay, there are ghosts. It's like the, the ghost doesn't make it a horror, right? Like, there's ghosts in Casper. That doesn't mean... Casper fucking heart and soul. Uh. Ghost Dad. <laughs> None of those are horror movies. Yeah. But they all have ghosts. Right. Or just, you know, ghost. Or ghosts, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I don't know how this gets lumped into horror because it's really not like. No, it's, it's not particularly at all. There are certain scenes that are kind of, you know, they're fucking dark and, and um, have horror-like elements. But yeah, overall, this is not really a horror movie. No. But it's on Shudder. See, like, I didn't realize it was on Shudder. But, but, I mean, going back to when I was saying that they combined Shudder and AMC Plus, mm-hmm. I watched it on AMC Plus. And then I saw the title card come up from Shutter. I'm like, oh, could I just watch this on Shutter and avoided all this? But anyway, speaking of Shutter, Joe Bob started last night. Yeah, this is hundredth episode. How was that? That was good. Uh, he showed Night of the Living Dead, nice, which apparently he'd never shown before. Interesting. Blew me away. Yeah, he had Svengulian. Nice. Yeah, and then he showed. Uh, fuck, I'm gonna. You're gonna what? You're gonna what? You're gonna what? Anthropophagus. I'm gonna stab you. (laughs) With what? With what? (laughs) With my dick. Uh, Blood's gonna come out of your head. (laughs) uh, He showed anthropophagus. I have no idea what that is. It's a uh, Italian slash Greek film from the early '80s. Sounds Greek, huh? Sounds Greek. It's all it's, Greek to it's me. Latin, I believe. Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then so Darcy like surprised him with two two guests. First one was Svenguli, um, and the second one was actually his very first male girl, Honey. Oh, yeah. Who's she's apparently a lawyer now. Really? Yeah. I guess she was just doing it as like an acting gig until she finished her law degree, hmm. and then when she when she did that she dipped out interesting yeah anyway good stuff i had to like it was getting late and i had to watch both of these movies and uh i'm like man i really want to watch joe bob <laughs> but i have to watch these movies maybe if i just jump back and forth um anyway anyway i mean technically sound i've, I've seen a lot of comparisons to guillermo del toro which sure. seems a little lazy but I mean, yeah, but like the fantasy, fantasy Mexi- Mexican fantasy film, yeah, yeah, but it's definitely not as uh, like bright and vibrant as a as a Guillermo del Toro movie, yeah, or um, extravagant, yeah, but that's probably budget more than anything, sure. Um, cocksucker, you cocksucker. <laughs> There's like some of the cinematography is a little shaky, and I'm just like, does this scene need to kind of have this wobble to it, like? Yeah, there's a lot of handheld stuff, which um, maybe was a style choice. I don't know. Um, either way, like, if you're going to do handheld, like, you got to have steady cam. I can't handle the fucking shaky cam yeah. shit. It's like, like the last two Bourne movies, I couldn't do it. Just too much. I haven't seen any Bourne movies. Really? Yeah. Not even the first one. No. Hmm. Okay. Just not my style. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, like, I... I thought this was a good movie overall, which is, like you said, not really particularly a horror. Um, but, and that's the thing is it's like, it has just enough of like the horror elements to kind of distract from the main story. Where I'm just like, if this was just like a story about these kids fighting back against these traffickers, that might be more entertaining. 
I yeah, I think honestly, this movie suffered with all the f- fantastical magic shit. Yeah, there's like this little dragon that comes out of the phone and flies around, but like I was like, what's the point of that? Yeah, it didn't like lead her anywhere or show her anything. It just flies around. It just flies like, around and then goes back into the phone, like the fucking fairy in Zelda. Yeah, it serves no purpose. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like, like I said, I think if this were just a movie about kids. Fighting back against some Mexican drug lords, that would have been a better film. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, like kind of more of a dark and gritty Goonies. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking the entire time I was watching this. It's like this, you know, save for a, some tweaks, is very similar to Goonies. Sure. But, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think the the elements that seem like they were so important to the filmmakers actually made the film's quality suffer, in yeah. my opinion. I, I agree. I think the, the story was a little confused, and I think they couldn't really decide which elements. I mean, I'm sure they it was intentional, but the I think that they, you sh- they should have leaned further in either direction. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's, it seemed like totally intentional, but I think like... Um, for me, I mean, this is a very popular movie. Yeah, it's very much, very widely talked about in in the horror community, especially. Um, but uh, to me, I I just I don't understand it. I mean, like, I understand the movie, but I just don't understand the appeal. I guess. Like I said, I thought it was a very it was a very well made movie. Um, yeah, really, my only complaint is like, I I just think the story could have. Um, been a little streamlined and i think the fantastical elements kind of took away from the main plot line yeah so uh seven i'm gonna do five Ooh. tough yeah i mean it's, it's fine i'm not impressed <laughs> all right do your sexorcist movie <laughs> All right, next up is the 1970 classic Satanico Pandemonium, a.k.a. La Sexorcista. Viva la madre superiora, viva la madre marea, 
All right, so satanical pandemonium. How did you even find this? I was just looking for a Mexican horror movie. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Grindhouse shit too, man. Can we talk about real quickly how this was remastered by sleazemovies.com? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, all cards on the table. This movie is very hard to find. Like, unless you buy like a used DVD or VHS copy off eBay or something, it's very hard to find. But you can find it on sleazemovies.com. Fully remastered. <laughs> THX sound. <laughs> Not really. 4K. Uh, but, I mean, it's important that when you watch a movie like this that is also, I mean, it's not well known and also very hard to find. Usually when you do find a copy, it's dog shit. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to even watch. But this one was clearly you know, a good quality. Yeah. The sound was good. Uh, and the subtitles were good. Yeah. Um, originally I found a copy that was all in Spanish with no subtitles, but I found a subtitle file. So what I was going to do was edit it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just send you a copy, but then I found this. So save me the time anyway. So, uh, yes. So I, I don't know if there's a preferred title or if it goes by both. God damn. Or what? Um, but yeah, it has two titles, Satanico Pandemonium, which for those of you asking, yes, that is what inspired Robert Rodriguez for Salma Hayek's character mm. in Dust for Dawn, from Dust Till Dawn. Um, and also La Sexorcista. I see, I'm looking at a poster here. It looks like both titles are on there. So maybe it was a subtitle. I, I don't know. Uh, it is qualified. Of course, Satanical Pandemonium translates to Satanic Pandemonium. Sure. Yeah. And La Sexorcista translates to the sexorcist yeah <laughs> but feminine yes sexorcista if it was male it would be el sexorcisto right uh this is filed under non-sploitation which is you, apparently a thing yeah i feel that for those of you not familiar it is a very well-known and popular uh sub genre of grindhouse films which basically just involves a lot of uh, nuns who get naked and fuck each other and kill each other and, and whatnot. Um, again, elements that Robert, Rodrig- Robert Rodriguez was very f- fond of in his films, particularly in uh, Machete. Uh, I believe it was uh, Lindsay Lohan who played the nun. I believe you're right, yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so this movie Lowen, huh? Lowen, it's Lindsay Lowen. I don't care. <laughs> People never say my last name right. Why should I have to say hers right? <laughs> what she thinks she's better than me <laughs> with her fucking dumb name? I mean, she made a million dollars. She made a million dollars by playing herself twice. In the parent, oh, the parent trap. trap, she played two of her. She played played identical. Yeah, nobody twins. wants two of you, so nobody's giving you a million dollars to play yourself twice. Man, they should be so lucky. <laughs> More me to go around. Okay, so uh, this is directed by uh, Gilberto Martinez Soleres. 
um, written by his son, Aldolfo. <laughs> I can't imagine being like, Dad, I wrote this really trashy sex horror nun movie. <laughs> Do you want to direct it? I mean, partly because my dad's not a director, but still. Right. Like, he'd be like, you did what now? <laughs> and <Anyway>. why? <laughs> but see, like, if it was my dad, he'd be like, all right. He'd be like, needs more tits. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, the movie focuses on Sister Maria. 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 Por qué? <laughs> Maria? Um. Um. <laughs> Who's my place? Okay, so Maria, she's a nun in a, a rural con- uh, convent in in Mexico. Uh, this takes place probably what mid eighteen hundreds, I would guess. I have no idea. It's it's very non specific. Yeah, I mean, it being that it is a rural countryside in 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 Mexico somewhere, um, and it it doesn't give specific details of when it takes place. It could be anywhere from like it's like I said, probably like the mid eighteen hundreds all the way through like twenty twenty. Sh- sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it's like in rural Mexico. It could still be like this. I mean, during the plague, yeah. Sure. Yeah. They talk about the plague. Maybe they meant COVID. Yeah. I mean, again, time is relative. This could have been yesterday or you know, a hundred years from now, or possibly last never. Week. This movie could not even exist. <laughs> it may have never happened. There are other timelines where this movie doesn't exist. Uh, so it starts out with uh, Sister Maria. She is out, just out for a casual stroll in in the countryside. Um, when she happens across a naked man, a, a, <laughs> a naked man who's all wet, two out of three times. <laughs> Uh, he's just wet. He's so wet. It's like, what's going on? Why, why are you wet? It's, his hair's not wet. Just his body. So he's maybe so sweaty. Is he sweaty? So sweaty. You like sweat, don't you, Margaret? <laughs> and you like sweat, don't you, Maria? He's like, hola, Maria, Maria. I I like my my um telenovela voice, <laughs> Maria, Maria. <laughs> Because my voice is just deep enough and gravelly enough to sound good. Yeah. Maria. Maria. Por qué? Um, Esta noche. Uh, and uh, he's like, Maria. Do you like to just like say like phrases that don't make any sense, but since it's the only Spanish you know? Sure, yeah. Like I just said, esta noche. That just means tonight. Yeah, this is... Esta noche. It's night. Or it is night. That would be esta noche, I think. What'd you say? Este noche. Oh. I think it's tonight. Tonight. You. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, it just they, they exchange very uh, creepy stares at each other. Well, she runs away at first. And she's like, I... Ay, el pipi. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy with his fucking thicket of chest hair, <laughs> it looks like a and fucking... And his giant bush that we see later. Yeah, from a distance. Yes. Like, it's just a massive bush. You can't really see a dick. No. Presumably, it's there. Yeah, underneath the thicket. Yeah. But yeah, Did this guy... Did you say guy, thicket the first time? 
Yeah. Oh. Thicket of. Oh, you're talking about his chest hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like Austin Powers he's, shit. He's got like a fucking um, what's the pubic wig thing called? Merkin. Yeah, he's got a Merkin fro. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it almost looks like his chest hair isn't real either. Like, it, seriously, it looks like some Austin Powers shit. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, hey, Maria, Maria, okay. Uh, he he just says hello, right? Doesn't he? Just, he just says hola, Sister Maria. Yeah, um, like nothing sinister or anything. Just, but you know, but he but he's naked. Yeah, weird naked guy in 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 middle of the woods, woods for for whatever reason. Who's just wet? Yeah, <laughs> inexplicably wet. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, and she runs away. Um. <clears throat> See, uh, she runs into uh, a, a little a young boy, a, a young boy, <laughs> playing <Yeah>. tiddlywinks. <laughs> uh, she runs to the. Mm. There's a little altar statue thing, and she goes and she's praying to that, and the, the, the young boy comes up behind her. That's right. Yeah, with, with a lamb. Some yeah, weird like you know thing with with Mary in it. Yeah, because the Catholics. Like I said, there's a weird little altar in the woods. The Catholics they they play they pray to uh, the Madonna rather than El Cristo. Yeah, I mean they do both, but I don't know. Mary's seems to be their focus. I don't understand it. Even though I, my extended family is Catholic, I still don't understand it. <laughs> um, my extended family's Mormon, and I, I definitely don't understand that. There, there's so. <laughs> nothing to understand there. Um, I mean, not that it's any better or worse than Catholicism. <laughs> Ooh. Hot take. Guys, all religions are wrong. I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> they are all wrong. The Jews got pretty close. What was that from? Is it good place? No. Uh, Simpsons? Maybe. South Park. The movie? When they're, yeah. Yeah. When they're in hell. Yeah. It's like, did anybody get it right? Uh, The Mormons, actually. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. So, uh, yeah. uh, What's the boy's name? Uh, Marcelo? Yes. 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 Uh, He brings her a sheep. Says, hey, here's the new sheep of the the flock. She's like, oh, and she's, she's got. This says that she used to be a veterinarian before she joined the convent. I didn't gather that, but she does seem to be very adept medically, particularly with animals. Well, she tells him, you know, if anything ever goes wrong with the lamb, come to me. And then she also, like, heals the cow later. Right. By rubbing oil on it. Yeah. It's (laughs) like the cow has pneumonia. um, And, yeah, she starts, yeah. She's like, go get me some pine needles and mint mint. and something else. I can't remember the And start a fire. And then she just rubs oil on the cow and she's like, okay, she's better now. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? It's like, oh, I've done all I can do. <laughs> what about the mint? <laughs> what do we need this for? You just made a soup and didn't even do anything with it. You just rubbed oil on it. Uh, so, yeah, so she's, uh, she takes it to the limit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a montage. She goes to like a water like a stream or something. 
you know, water, fish, fishing hole, and yeah, some some kind of water, <laughs> some water. She goes to a water. <laughs> you know, you've seen a water, and she's like, you know, giving the, the 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 lamb some water to drink, and in the reflection in the water. Oh no, it was, it was a trough. I thought was it a trough? Because there was it was a little pen where all the sheep were. Was that a pen? I thought they were just a flock, like. Hanging out, it's like this is what we do. But there was, there was like as a sheep, we hang was, out. There was like a little wall, but it was only about like this high. As she, any sheep could walk you know right what? over it, but it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stop you there <laughs> because in whatever water this is, she sees the reflection of the man she saw the naked man, the naked man <laughs> who is no longer naked. No, now he is dressed, dressed like Gaston. <laughs> Uh, and then I think he just says, hello, Maria. Hola, Maria. And then he tries to give her an apple. Yeah. Just handing her. Th- let me, let me tell you throughout the movie, he's constantly trying to give her half eaten apples. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, except for this one. This <laughs> I one... sure do love them apples. <laughs> Community with meow meow beans. <laughs> Ones love apples. God, I don't remember that part. When Joel McHale's doing his stand-up bit. Okay. I, I, I don't remember that part, though. I remember the stand-up. He's talking about how, like, it's this running theme about how ones love apples. <laughs> and then he's talking about, you know, the, when you become a three and you start doing the three walk, you know, this you start going like this. Right. I remember that. You got a trail of ones behind you, and they're like, hey, any apples up there? <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he's telling this story. And it's just like, he's sitting on a stool, and he's telling this really, like, serious story and he's like but i do know one thing i sure do love them apples <laughs> <laughs> and then the crowd goes nuts and coogler's like oh that's a five uh, okay <laughs> anyway so um yeah, so she sees the man in reflection again, and she looks up, and the apple—that's got to be a, a Garden of Eden thing, right? The apple. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you quickly figure out that this this man is Satan. It's not very well concealed, but he does say, "You know, people call me um, Lucifer." Well, is there another name? Lose, lose ball or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Also Lucifer. So he, he's he's the devil. Um, and he's trying to hand her an apple. Yeah, Luz uh, Bell. Luz Bell, that's what it was. Yeah, so uh, he, um, or she, she's like, ay, and takes off. <laughs> Again, like, could you imagine? I, Is that I bad? Mean, Should I not do that? <laughs> she doesn't I, actually do that. Just, I think if as long as you don't do it three times. Is that, is that it, the cutoff? Well, I'm... You're going to make me do it. As long as you don't go, ay, ay, ay. Oh, got it. Um, but, I mean, obviously you wouldn't approach a woman naked, but if you just like went up to a woman and you're like, hey, how's it going? You want to buy my apple? And she was like, ah, and just ran away. Like, what the fuck? You weirdo? I mean, if I was naked, and then she yeah, went, no, the, what the, in the hell? And I guess if you were naked the first time and then you tried it the second time, you'd be like, yeah, yeah well, it, in her defense, I was naked the first time we met, so... <laughs> But here we are now, 20 years later. <laughs> Marcelo's like, teach me everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he tries to hand her the apple, and she takes off, and he just 
very sensuously watches watches her run away as he just takes the biggest fucking bite out of this apple. <laughs> what are you trying to prove, man? <laughs> um, she goes back to the convent. Um, and uh, they they sit down to eat. Like all all the nuns, they sit at their big long table and and, and start to eat. And this guy pops up behind some shrubbery. And it's like, bring me a shrubbery, <laughs> some shrubbery at the nunnery. <laughs> but it's so funny the way that, like, I mean, obviously 1970s camera tricks really you just cut. All right, get in place, action. Yeah, cut, go away, action. He just appears. Yeah, it's just like there's miss, missing like a sound effect, like whoop. Right. <laughs> oh, the sound though in this movie, like, there's no sound effects. Like people walking and people like drinking out of cups and putting the cup down on the table. There's silence. Yeah. There. Well, I mean, especially in in the convent, there's so much silence because I think that they just don't speak unless necessary. Yeah. And then there's a point where they're doing like a silent prayer. Like the the mother superior, she's like mouthing something, and you can see her mouth, amen, but she's not actually saying anything. Yeah. So it was a little confusing at first. Um. But yeah, it's funny when like Satan appears, like instead of like a boop, like there's this like sweet like guitar, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, and then when he disappears, <laughs> uh, and when he disappears, he throws this half eaten apple at her again, and it's just sitting there, and she's, and she's just she's scared to death because this guy keeps appearing in in or in reappearing and and whatnot and trying to give her apples. It's half-eaten apples. How how fucking rude is that? Yeah. It's like, not only is it half-eaten, but fucking... Especially when she's in the barn, and he, like, takes a bite, and he just throws it at her, and it just, like, rolls through the dirt. Yeah, it's like, eat this fucking peasant. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you like it dirty, don't you? <laughs> uh, get that off the ground. She, uh, she takes off, because she's scared out of her mind. Like, I would be very disturbed but the level of panic that she's expressing seems irrational i also think i'd be like did anybody else see that that guy he just disappeared <laughs> look look he left this apple he took a big fucking bite out of it and threw it at me um she uh so she's scared again for the third time today and she goes back to her room where she strips down she just like completely takes off her habit um and uh she takes out these these tools one is just the like a flogging rope yeah and the other appears to be a rope with spikes in it yeah or like nails or something she wraps this thing around her midsection and like tightens it and of course, you know, she digs into her and she starts bleeding. Um, and then she just starts flogging herself, which is a thing in Christianity that I don't understand. People have been doing it since the inception of Christianity. And they're usually like these fucking whacked out zealots. Um, <clears throat> and anyway, so she's flogging herself. And then two sisters come in, say, there's a problem with the cow. Come. And so she runs out and she's doing her weird fucking pine needle and mint ritual, whatever that involves. 
I don't know if she just needed it for for ambiance. Just the the scent. The scent. Uh, she. Made, like, you know, it smells like cow shit in here. Can you boil some mint or something? Like she needs the essential oils. She has like a like a like a oil burner. Yeah. Yeah, like one of those things you need a little plug in and it burns the oils. Yeah. A little glade. Yeah. <laughs> It'll really freshen things up in here. Um <clears throat> and uh so she passes out, like I think she's just kind of standing watch. Yeah, she said cow. she was gonna stay with the cow just in case. She's Sleeping and having, she appears to be having some kind of fever dream. Um, and Satan appears again, throws another fucking apple at her. Again, half eaten. Never offers her the whole apple. No, he's got to take a bite first. You know, it's like daddy gets some first. <laughs> <laughs> throws the apple at her. She wakes up and goes back to her, her room. And, you know, she's just been bleeding all night. She's still got this fucking spike belt on yeah she like ran out of there we're still wearing that thing yeah and let me tell you she maria she takes off her her habit and you know her flock or her not flock <laughs> smock her uh oh so yeah it's it's uh the tunic and the scapular yeah um she just takes it off Maybe 47 times. All, all the time. For the most mundane random reasons. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she goes back to her room um, and let's see. So yeah, she goes, she's in there. And, Is this when the other sister comes in? Yeah, and the other sister. Her love? Another nun comes in and says, Maria. <laughs> Te amo. She's like, I, ha- I have to confess something to you. And Maria's like, well, why don't you confess to Mother Superior? Like, that's not really my my gimmick. I don't do that. It's not my gig. And uh, and she's like, well, I have to confess to you because I have to confess that I'm in love with you. Right. You're so pure and, and chaste. Right. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so she uh, basically forces herself on Maria. And she's like doing this weird, weird like one-ended kiss thing. Where she's just she's kissing Maria and Maria's just standing there like uh, <laughs> uh I don't know what I would do if that happened to me. like when I was dating or, or or whatever if I went to kiss a girl and she just like didn't kiss me back I would have been mortified yeah I wouldn't keep going no <laughs> I mean that's like that's rapist stuff yeah which is essentially what happens she basically. Although it seems like she kind of got into it. She's a little into it. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, she basically takes off uh, uh, Maria's clothes and starts sucking her tits. <laughs> Squeeze her bones, suck her tits. Fuck her, suck her tits. <laughs> um, and uh, then she, like, she goes out of screen, so presumably she's like, Get a little uh, going down, going down on it like hot action cop. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we go, we go, we go, we going down on it. On your on your on your cults of splat when you're talking about grind and you're talking about hot action cop, you're like fever for the flavor. <laughs> white guy. <laughs> it's on the album Fever for the Flavor. Guy, get it right. 
I don't need to succumb to your cultural norms. <laughs> I don't need to say things correctly. <laughs> I did say it correctly. They they're the ones that said it wrong. Oh. Fiva, that's not a word. Fiva. <laughs> uh then when this head comes back in the screen, you realize it's not it's no longer this other nun. It is in fact. Mm, Satan. <laughs> Kids in the Hall reference? SNL. Oh, Church Lady. Church lady. Yeah. Right. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see. <laughs> so, like, I was telling Taylor before we started, like, there isn't much in the way of uh, synopses for, for this. Weird. <laughs> Go fig. Uh, so I actually found this review... Uh, just a little credit where credit's due, ruthlessreviews.com. Uh, this guy's writing is hilarious. <laughs> Look. He says, the nun goes down on her, and when she pops back up, she is Satan. I think this is an attack more pornographers should, should adapt. Start out with some hot lesbo action, but when it comes time for the pounding, turn the pounder into a man. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so she she's getting into it, and then when it's then when it's Satan, uh, she's like, "Not today, Satan." Yeah, she's like, "Uh, get out of here, you!" <laughs> no, doesn't she wake up from like a dream or something? I don't remember. No, I think she did she shoo him away. Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Something happens. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, as we go on, uh, this kind of like initiates this downward spiral for for Maria, where she like is basically starting to kind of break bad and do naughty things. Yeah, she tries to fuck Marcelo. Yeah. And this, who, did, he, in case you forgot, we mentioned earlier, is a young boy. Yeah, I mean, presumably, the actor was at least eighteen. We have to I hope so. But yeah, she goes to his house, and like his grandmother is there with with like spinning a loom or whatever. Well, like so, she is out and about again, uh, and sees Marcelo by this stream. Uh, is he fishing? I think I think so. Um, and she goes there, and she, she kicks off her sandals, hikes up her hikes up her tunic a little bit, sticks her little tootsies in the water, splashing around all playfully, uh, and then like she's like staring longingly at Marcelo. It's like she's like, yeah, you like feet, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and Marcelo is just kind of like. Like, completely oblivious to it. Yeah. She's like, do you have a girlfriend? He's like, no, I swear. <laughs> and and then, then she's like, it's okay. You will one day, because you're, you're becoming a man. And maybe you already are one. And she's like, let me see that dick. Bop. <laughs> yeah, and then she basically, like, just... Mouse him. Yeah. And she's, like, basically doing the same thing that this other nun was doing to her. 
just like getting these unreciprocated kisses and just like all over until one point practice kisses. <laughs> Marcelo was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> no, my pee pee feels weird. <laughs> my special purpose. <laughs> um, and he goes running off. And she's like, yeah, you play your games. <laughs> Run, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I don't remember what happens next. Let's just talk about her going to his cabin. Okay. So, yeah, she goes to his cabin. His, and his, apparently- his grandma's in there, like I said, just with a loom or something. I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah. But. I mean, she, so... She answers the door, and her grandma says, oh, yeah, Marcelo's very sick. Um, she's like, oh, well, can I see him? She's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'd be like, no, he's sick. Go away. <laughs> Wait. The um, the nun that went down on her turned back into the nun, and then she stabbed her with the scissors. I thought it was a different scene. Is it? I think so. Oh. Yeah, because this other nun comes in, and she's not coming on to her. Uh, and she... But she, like, just starts, like... Or she comes in, she says, I have a pain oh, in my shoulder. Oh, you're right, it is later. Okay. Is it later? Or yeah, no, it's later. Okay. Well, so she goes in... Okay, so, so back in Mar- Marcelo's little... Hobble. Hobble. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, she, so her grandma answers the door and says, yeah, Marcelo's very sick, you know? And she's like, oh, well, can I see him? It's like, yeah, totally. Go see him. He's in the back. Uh, he goes, she goes back and Marcelo's just laying there in bed asleep. And she's like, mm, look at those boy nipples. Yeah. Oh, there's no hair whatsoever yeah. on that body. He probably doesn't have a single pube. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> And she strips down. She like pulls this little curtain. There's this tiny little like shower curtain <laughs> between where the boy's grandma is sitting and where she's about to fondle this boy's balls that haven't even dropped yet. Right. And it seems and she's like, yeah, that's sufficient. And then the grandma's probably just like, oh, okay. Well, they probably need their private time. As well, she's a vet, so you know. And she's a nun. What could go wrong? This makes sense. <laughs> She's married to Christ. She would never do something immoral. Something uncouth. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, she strips down and uh, crawls into bed with him. And like, seriously, this woman finds every reason to get naked. <laughs> Just unabashedly. Um, and uh, she, yeah, she starts rubbing up on him and... Reaches under the covers and presumably starts grabbing his nuts, and uh, or dick or dick, <laughs> and that's when he wakes up and he's like, "No, what's happening?" Um, and uh, she is basically trying to wrestle him down and keep him in bed. Uh, I mean, just basically trying to rape him. Yeah. Uh, and uh. She grabs something. A knife. It's a knife. Yeah. It's on like a nightstand. Because that's, where else do you keep your knife? 
I mean, when you live in a one bedroom hobble that with a, with a curtain, yeah, I guess you don't have a lot of you and your kitchen. Yeah. They probably don't have like a cutlery drawer, right? <laughs> it's probably a knife they use for like everything. Yeah, it's a toe knife. It's a toe knife. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she grabs this knife and just starts just, just stabbing stabs him, him so many times, just stabbing him, stabbing him. And it's funny because it's like clearly one of those. She's being a little too deliberate with the stabbing. Yeah, it's and not like re re re. It's like slow. I st- I stab you. I stab you again. And I stab you here <laughs> and here and here. <laughs> oh. We're gonna get in trouble, <laughs> but no, like it's it's clearly like one of those gag like retractable yeah. knives, and you can see it because she's doing it a little too slow, right? Um, but yeah, it just stabs him up and down and cuts his throat. Yeah, then she gets out of bed and starts getting dressed, uh, and she looks back and it's like, oh wait, that's the grandma. Apparently, yeah, I didn't understand what happened there. Did she actually mount the grandma? I guess. <laughs> um, but where is Marcelo? Yeah, that's the question. <laughs> well, she's like, uh, well, I really screwed the pooch on this. And so she lights the place on fire and runs away. She gets back to the convent and realizes that she lost her necklace that would, I, I presume it's like a necklace that all the nuns wear. I, I yeah, you know. see an, another one wearing it right. later. Which, actually, I think that was before this because she still had her necklace. So we missed a part. You're right. The part where, so I don't know if it was the same nun that she thought she was seeing. I don't think so. It must, okay. So as the nun comes in, she's like, Sister Maria, I have a pain in my shoulder. Can you take a look? And she kind of undoes her, her tunic a little bit. She had a big ass wound. Like, I was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. You didn't even notice. <laughs> like, I don't know how I got it. Mystery bruise. Must have had a fucking bender last night. I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so Maria starts rubbing it. Just rubbing, rubbing, and rubbing. And then starts rubbing her front. Yeah, this is getting a little lower. She's clearly grabbing her tits. Yeah. And this nun's like, oh, what's going she's on? Like, Could you not? And, and she's like, you know you fucking want it. <laughs> and uh, starts doing, again, one of these one-sided kisses. Really fucking creepy. Yeah. And uh, she's like, don't fucking play games with me. I know you're in league with Satan, too. Yeah, she tells her she has the mark of the beast or whatever. Which apparently is... She says it's like the same mark I have. And I thought she was talking about her necklace, but like... Yeah. I assumed that all that was just like a necklace that all the nuns had. Well, yeah, and it's that's just a necklace. Like, you could take that off. Yeah. It's like like any- now I don't have the mark of the beast anymore. Yeah, it's like anybody could have that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got this at Spencer Gifts. Yeah, it's like I give it to my neighbor. Now he's got the mark of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> we can go fondle his boobs. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, and uh, this nun just like, you know what? I'm fucking out of here. And so Maria picks up these scissors and just stabs her. In the, just stabs her in the shoulder. Yeah. And she, this other nun's like, but, ah, it's, it leaves. Yeah. That's, that's what I love about it is um, Maria takes the scissors and she's like, ah, now get out. And I'm like, 
She's going to tell people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like what got me was the other nun because she stabs her in the shoulder, like like in between like her collarbone and her sh- and her shoulder, and she's like ah, and she's like I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Don't stab me. I'm leaving. <laughs> but Maria like pushes her out the door. Did I? I didn't get like, that. I, like as she's, it wasn't like she like grabbed her and you know flung her. But it's like as, get as out she's, of your whore. As she's running out, she's like yeah, go. I didn't want you. And anyway. then Mother Superior is right behind her, and I'm like, you're not gonna ask about that. <laughs> she's like, oh, what's wrong with her? And she's like, oh, she's sick in the head. <laughs> she fucking stabbed me. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, she runs right past Mother Superior, and it's just like, excuse me, like not like that crazy bitch just fucking stabbed me. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> you're gonna lock that bitch up. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's see where we go from here. Um, I don't know. We're all over the place. It's, yeah, we've already messed up the story. Not that it's super important. Um, <laughs> this guy's review. Seriously, when's the last time you saw a nun rape and then murder an underage boy? <laughs> exactly. Never. <laughs> oh, they bring the bodies in. They, they, yeah, they bring the bodies to the convent of, of grandmother and, and Marcelo, apparently, who was all, must have been in the cabin. Uh, and she realizes she doesn't have her necklace, so she's got to get. She got. She realized he grabbed it in yeah. the kerfuffle, and she's like, "Okay, well, I need to spend some time alone, you know, alone." <laughs> and the other nuns are like, oh, "Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's fine." And so they leave, and she she takes the necklace back, but another nun sees her do it. It's Mother Superior, right? And so she kills her. Yeah, this thing, she, Mother Superior sees her, and instead of just being like, oh, I dropped this or something, she just goes, oh, <laughs> runs away. I'm like, you just made yourself so much more suspicious. So she goes after Mother Superior and uh, kills her. And chokes th- her out with some like rope that just appeared in her hands. Right. Satan rope. You know, Devil rope. It. You've heard of it. <laughs> it's a Kid Rock album, I think. <laughs> uh, and uh, so she, yeah, strangles Mother Superior to death, and she's like, "Man, this is really getting out of hand." <laughs> and cover like covers her in some like a sheet or something, or puts her in a bag <laughs> and rolls her up on a carpet <laughs> and drags her out to a cave. Yeah, she's like, "This is where I hide the bodies." <laughs> And this is when Satan comes, and he's like, you know what? You should just fucking party with me all the time. Be my queen. He's like, I can give you everything you want. Yeah. Uh, I can I, make you mother superior. Right. You, I mean, they, they need a new leader. I can make you mother superior, and you'll be my queen, and you know, and and, and all that. Like all the good stuff that comes with it. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, you see them? And we see this procession of nuns coming up the hill. Carrying burning torches and crosses. So <laughs> and Maria's like, oh shit. Uh, Lucifer's like, they have a burning cross. You know what that means? It's like, that means they're going to kill you, but first they're going to torture you. They're going to rip your mouth open and fill it with hot lead <laughs> and then fucking draw and quarter you. Yeah. And, but he's basically- and, I'm, like, and I'm like, the nuns are going to do this? Well, what they're going to do is. He said that um, they're going to take you to the the Inquisition. 
So this yeah. must have been in the 1800s somewhere. Uh, sometime, yeah. Um, during a, I mean, not the Spanish Inquisition because that was like the 1600s, I think. Um, but... No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> da! Um, and uh, anyway, and yeah, we see this kind of, you know, foreshadowing, not really foreshadowing, but like a, a image of what they're, what the looter, and he's like basically saying, yeah, they'll strip you down, they'll tie you down, you'll tie you down and pour, lay hot, you down, <laughs> lay you down, uh, pour hot lead in your mouth. And so we see them like funneling hot lead into her mouth. Um, and they've got her, you know, on a, on a cross, I mean, not a crucifix, but like a, you know, a torture cross, um, or is it a cross or X? I, I think know. it's an X. Um, and, uh, I think they're whipping her. Uh, she's she's all bloodied, so whatever. They know. take something that looks like a rake. Yeah, they take like a, a rake and across her across her chest, and she's like, "Yeah, ouchies!" And then they pluck out one of her eyeballs. Um, and yeah, so it's just bad time. And she's like, "No!" And he's like, "All right," and disappears. <laughs> and then yeah, she sees the nuns coming up the hill, just like, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it." <laughs> Okay, she's like Lucifer. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be your queen. I'll be your queen. I'll take your offer. And then suddenly the nuns—they're still coming up the hill, but all their their burning implements have turned into, you know, just a regular cross, not a burning one. And flowers, and flowers. And they come and say, Maria, or Sister Maria, we want to make you Mother Superior. Um, you know, you're, you know, this is the job that you were always, uh, you know, you, that you're born to have, and. I love that she says, like, I'm vastly unqualified, but if that's what everyone wants. <laughs> so they go back to the convent where <laughs> this is like some fucking straight. <laughs> <laughs> this is some like weird fucking pagan springtime celebration I love shit. It so much. There's just naked nuns dancing around in a circle, just drinking and making out. Just having a great just time, running around, running circles around the table for right. whatever reason. And uh, there's two naked guitar players, right? And so there's just titties all over the place. It's like, fuck yeah, fucking titties flopping all over. <laughs> and Maria's just like, oh, oh man, what is happening? And uh, what have I done? I thought she was going to sit down at that big long table, like in the middle, and I thought it was going to be like a Last Supper type thing, mm. but it didn't happen. That would have been a good thing. A little artistic thing. Yeah. But there's nothing artistic about this. This is just some fucked up mess from beginning <laughs> to end. Uh, so she kind of walks around, just kind of like, oh man. She looks out the window and addresses all the people who are chanting her name. But they all turned out to be a, a flock of sheep. Yeah. They're not actually people. Because, yeah, he says, you know, he, or Satan says, you know. The people want to the meet, people their new... meet their queen or their new mother superior or whatever. Um, and, yeah, she opens the window. I'm like, this isn't it. There's no town. This is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, yeah, she looks outside and it's just a bunch of sheep. She's like, oh. What in the hell? And then she turns around, and a bunch of n- nuns gather around her and just start stabbing her to death. Stabbing her. Yeah. Stabbing her and stabbing her. It's like, her. okay. 
well, what happened here? And yeah, Lucifer is just kind of standing off to the side, like he clearly planned this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, she dies, dies, she, dies. She limps back to her room. Oh, that's right. She's got one knife sticking out of her back. And then so she lays down on her back. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're just pushing that farther in. She's like, fuck it, YOLO. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, she lays back and dies, 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 dies. <laughs> I don't know if it, have we discussed this before? If it's better or worse that we don't know where that came from? Yeah. I think we decided it's better. <laughs> also, you can't Google it. You just Google dies, dies, dies. That is not going to give you shit. Yeah, you probably get like <laughs> Misfits lyrics. Yeah. Um, and uh, we see one of the nuns outside of her door looking in on her. And a bunch of other nuns come and, and Mother Superior, who's alive. Well, and, like all the blood that was all over her disappears too. Right. All over Maria. Um. And uh, they say, the nun who was at the door says, oh, Sister Maria has, has left us. She's gone to heaven. COVID has overtaken her. Right. She's like, yeah, the, 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 the mental illness that, you know, that was uh, afflicting her has taken her. And she's, she's... No, they said it was the plague. What? They said it was the plague. How did I miss that? I don't know. They said the plague has overtaken her. Okay, I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. Either way, it just appears that they Patrick Duffy'd us. Yep, uh, we got Dallas. And this whole movie was just a fever dream. Um, because yeah, we see Marcelo and his grandma walk by, and they like do the sign of the cross in front of the church. Right. So that's the movie. Yep. <laughs> What'd you think, Taylor? <laughs> um. <laughs> What did I think? <laughs> so many things. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> you have to have, you have, but it's it's entertaining for what it is. You have to put grindhouse movies, especially ones like this, on a different scale. Yes, you can't compare it against things that aren't low budget grindhouse movies. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, but even it, then, like the story's not good. <laughs> that one's so fucking weird and, and like nonsensical. Yeah. But at the same time, for what it is, kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of fun to talk about. <laughs> isn't that the point, though? <laughs> I mean, isn't like, even if it's not a comedy, if you can sit there and laugh about it. I mean, <laughs> And just like laugh about how fucking dumb and weird it is. <laughs> then aren't you getting your money's worth? <laughs> sure. I'm I'm not not trying to say this is a good movie. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But fucking man, like I didn't pay anything for this, but I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> just a goofy fucking movie. Yeah, it's wacky as hell. <laughs> Especially that, like, uh, I don't know, that last scene when they show up back at the nunnery and the, everybody's running around naked, that might be worth the price of admission right there. Yeah. I mean, if you're a big fan of boobs, then, you know, this this has plenty of boobs. So many boobs. Mostly Maria's. Yeah. Maria. So many times. Yeah. Like I said, any excuse to get naked, this this lady does it. Uh, what was her name? Cecilia something. 
Cecilia in the Silhouette Saloon. Well, that's probably not her name. No? <laughs> uh, that Blood Brothers song wasn't about her? I don't think so. Um, ba, 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 ba. Cecilia Pazette. See? Oh. Well, all right. See, it was about COVID. They said, they said that she was locked up in isolation and they tried to protect her from the plague. Right. But then it got her. Should have gotten vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know that the lose bell came from. I've never heard that before. Me neither. But I, I also don't know a lot about Bibles and shit, so. <laughs> I don't know Bibles. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, I I thought this was I don't want to say good, but like <laughs> it it was it was funny, it was entertaining, if nothing else, just because it was so fucking goofy. Yeah. Uh and like, you know, it was all in, in it was all in Spanish. So if you're not a native speaker, uh, you know, you you're stuck with subtitles, which listeners of the show know I fucking hate subtitles. Um and uh but it didn't really bother me all that much, mainly because the dialogue isn't that great. And or that important. Or that important. <laughs> um, so, you know, even I watching this at like, uh, you know, 1230 in the morning, uh, ready to fall asleep, even though I was like kind of dozing in and out, I still got the movie. I still got the premise. It wasn't that deep. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. Not not seeing a lot, not a lot, but not seeing some of the subtitles because I was, you know, distracted or whatever. It wasn't a huge issue. I also did, though, get distracted when it was like, remastered by sleazemovies.com, splash across the screen. <laughs> that did pop up several times. Although, like, the big ones were at the beginning and the end. So it was just like a little little banner at the bottom in yeah. the middle. But it was like right where the subtitles were. So every time I would like look down and be like, oh, that's nothing. I don't think it ever did it when there's subtitles on the screen, did it? No. Like, it didn't cover the subtitles, but oh, it would, it would see, pop up where the subtitles were, like, in the same area. So I thought it was something I had to read. I'm like, oh, it's just sleaze movies. Got it. Um, Sleazemovies.com. <laughs> I think I might check out more sleazemovies.com and see what they have. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Be ready, guys. Every time I can't find a movie to watch. <laughs> sleazemovies.com, here I come. <laughs> Emphasis on come. <laughs> Man, I, I did look at some of the movies they have on there. They look fucking sleazy. <laughs> um. Anyway, anything? Anything to add? No. Okay. <laughs> uh. I'll give it a. I'm gonna give it a six. Um. <sighs> I'm going to go five. I was between five and six, though. But, yeah, I'm going five. Yeah, I mean, this this gets credit for being just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I had a good time watching it because it was silly. There, there's, you know, plenty of nudity uh, and uh, just a ridiculous premise. And, like, if, if that's enough to entertain me, and it usually is, um, then you know you, you, you it's good in my book yeah 
But like I said, it's not like high art by any stretch of the imagination. No, absolutely not. So I wouldn't I wouldn't dare rate it higher than a six. <laughs> Especially when I consider like other movies that I've rated it like six and five and four. Anyway. All right. <clears throat> well, that's gonna do it, guys. That was our salute to Mexican horror. Uh happy Cinco de Mayo to everyone. It is a Thursday, so if you have to work, you know, take it easy. You know, call a call a ride home. Have a have a designated driver or you know call a ride share. Don't do anything stupid. Stay away from the tequila. That's just bad news. Yeah. Tequila, right? <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. What do we God why can't I ever get that out? What are we going to be watching, Taylor? We are going to be uh, finally watching We're All Going to the World's Fair. Hey. And uh, are we doing Doctor Strange? Is that what we're doing? I have no reason not to, I guess. All right. We're doing Doctor Strange starring Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange in, uh, in the multiverse of Bruce. <laughs> I mean, it's directed by Sam Raimi, and presumably it has very strong horror elements. So, you know, if, that, if I can take that and finally get a superhero movie in here... <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking I'll fucking use it. Um, so uh, yeah, look out for that, guys. Until then, Taylor, where can people find us? They can find us at graveplotpodcast.com, as well as wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure if you are enjoying the show, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or if wherever you listen, if they let you give stars, give us all of them, all the places. Just go to them, even if it, like if you like listen on Spotify, uh, just go to Apple podcasts and leave us a five-star review and go to is it, is it still google play or google podcast google podcasts go they, they don't have ratings oh well then what's the point oh, to listen to podcasts <laughs> fucking useless well wherever you can just do it podcast addict uh podchaser.com uh podcast.com it's, uh what's the other one stream no Stitcher. That's Stitcher, yeah. I forgot that was the thing. <clears throat> yeah, go there. Give us five stars. If you didn't like the show, I don't know why you're still listening after three hours, but uh, just don't don't worry about it. And also, if you didn't like the show, fuck you. We don't, we don't need to hear your one-star reviews. Like, Just keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, we're still better than you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube as Grave Plot Podcast or on Twitter as Grave underscore Plot uh, also, check out Cultus Splat every Friday, cultusplat.com. That's my other podcast that I do, uh, talking about movies that aren't necessarily horror. Sometimes. Probably. Sometimes what? Do you talk about horror? Oh, yeah. We get, um, we're going to do Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. So There you go. So, yeah, make sure you check that out and check us out and uh, just, check, just, just keep checking out. Check to check to check check to get out. That's not right. That's Fuck, I can't even hear it in my head right now. Check, check, check it out. That's that's the one. I know there's a lot of ch 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 but I can't remember how many. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, like I said, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Until then, I am Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. And this has been the Grave Flat Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>